You're on the air. You're live. Uh-uh. Yeah, you're live with Huff and Stitch. Can you believe it? Okay. And Jackie. Okay. Oh. I was calling the Heidi and Frank show. I'm, like, way off. My manager Ooh. brings this girl up there, and uh, apparently she was, like, a psycho Heidi and Frank fan. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to be allowed back. It was a whole thing. And I don't know that Dom got laid out of it, either. I don't know that out of the equation he uh, got the desired result. The best part was he didn't bring any condoms. I wonder if Siri oh. can bring my father back to life. Oh, my God. What? Siri, can you bring my dad back? I wonder what it would say. Yeah. Isn't it Dom? Saves Radio Show, back uh, from a short hiatus. Had to do Thanksgiving back in Boca Raton, Florida. No Joe Stapleton tonight. I am Scott Huff, one of your hosts, half of Huff and Stapes. 888-520-4374 is the telephone number. Also joining us, our lovely news girl, Jackie Bray, back from the capital of the world for murder, Salinas, <laughs> California. Sadly true. Uh, Jackie went home, killed three people, threw them in a ditch, yeah. came back. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Asterios Coconos joining us, comedian <laughs> at Asterios. Very funny comedian. Very funny comedian, Asterios Coconos uh, is joining us tonight. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, buddy? What do you think of the new digs? Uh, Asterios, by the way, I just want to say thanks before you answer that question. Thank you. You always come through for us in the clutch. A, fr- a true friend of the show. Never say no, other than like, you know, two out of four times. Right. You'll and say, no, only... I can't have plans. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, look, I'm not that in demand, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm not that busy on weeknights or weekend nights or weekdays or mornings. <laughs> So I came to uh, hold on. No, that, that's terrible. That's terrible Hollywood talk. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk know, yourself up. Act as if. Yeah, hold, yeah exactly. Act as if. <laughs> let, let me let me fix this. Well, you know, like I found a hole in my schedule, and I thought it'd be cool. You know, like we could make this work. <laughs> you know, I figured, hey, want to come down, and say hi, just like really connect with uh, with the people that were there for me at the beginning. You do the everyone <laughs> I hate voice really well. Oh, oh, you know, this? that voice yeah. of everyone in the world who's hateable in this town. You mean the Huffster? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't like the Huffster voice. I'm, I'm the ripping off from Joe. Yeah, you know, here's the thing: is that I have changed since we've moved to the new studio. As you can really? tell, the new digs are awesome. Yes, the new true. digs are really cool. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, very social. It's very nice. And I don't really feel the need to be all that upset or angry about things anymore. I come in, things are all set, teed up for me, ready to go. And I, I, you know, I've been, yeah, everything works. <laughs> I just really haven't been that upset. So the Huff, there's no cause for the Huffster anymore. Oh, that's what he's saying. I, so no you don't do it. it. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Huffster's totally like, chilled so out. Nice yeah, the Huffster's yeah. relaxed. <laughs> There's no aggression from the Huffster anymore. Where's my coffee? Oh, so, like I said, thanks for coming back, Asterios. Uh, thanks for being here. And what do you think of the new place? Aside from uh, the fact that uh, you know the, the the floors are covered in shit because apparently <laughs> someone exploded the toilet yesterday. Aside from oh, the big yeah. smell of shit, what do you think of the new place? Well, you know, I, it wouldn't be radio if you couldn't smell shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I believe in art from adversity. Uh, look, I mean, I mean, I'll be honest. I think this. Uh, I, I'm getting a weird noise in my headphones. Uh, this uh, this is like it's like you guys have guide, died and gone to slightly nicer heaven. Mm-hmm. I, I I have to say it's it's gorgeous in here. There's a beer full of fridge. Ever uh, there's a <laughs> there's right, a there's, beer full of fridge. There's yeah. a beer full of fridge. And I was uh, driving while drinking. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, no, this is ju- it's just gorgeous. I feel like you guys are really you're really moving on up yeah, in the great. world. It's great. It's uh, fantastic to be here. Give us a call tonight. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four is our telephone number. Eight 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 five two zero four three seven four. Coming up later on in the show, we will do there. I said it. It's a brand new segment where you have a chance <laughs> to express unpopular opinions. Uh, or maybe just to be contrary to popular opinions. It's up to you. However you want to do it, give us a call, 888-520-HUFF-SHOW, or us at HuffManStapes.com, or even better yet, tweet at us, uh, at HuffStapes, and just hashtag it. There, I said it. Um, but some of the ones that have come in are, when you give people a chance to be anonymous, they get <laughs> evil. Uh, so some we'll do those really later. Bad. Some of them yeah, some of them, listen, but... I'm not going to necessarily disagree. Sometimes you got to just express that contrary opinion. So we want to hear from you guys <laughs> later on. I definitely know what you're talking about about the about the anonymity of the internet uh, letting out like kind of the devil in all of us. I was watching footage from Occupy Wall Street, like live webcam footage of Occupy Wall Street. You're and into it, that thing, huh? You know, I'm uh, I've decided to I've decided to specifically ignore that news story. Like I, I still have no fucking clue what it's even about. I have no idea, really. You've to be honest, I, I I almost know nothing about it. I was like. That's a story I'm just not going to have time to follow. This seems like it's going to take a really long time to resolve itself. <laughs> I, I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get involved. Yeah. You thought are it was like, over, right? Are they, yeah. are they like pooping in the streets? Like, that's all I'm hearing. <laughs> and Is peeping that they're like, in the they're streets. Like, There's also they're camping too. out in tents and they're pooping <laughs> that, in the streets. That's, that's <laughs> what the whole thing's about. That's as much as I know. The amount of street poop is irrelevant to their political <laughs> cause. I, I, uh, you, here's the thing. Even if you hated Occupy Wall Street... Like, uh, I think you would still watch, like, this footage of them because, like, everyone was watching these webcams because the cops were, like, about to move in. So there were plenty of people that were there, and they were, like, writing comments like, you know, hit them in the head with your clubs, like, put down the camera and pick up a broom and get a job. I hope the cops beat the shit out of all of these guys. Oh, wow. And, and, cool. it's, and it's just like, I don't know if you would say that to people in person, you know, it, like, like, like. <laughs> There's a there's a thing about the internet where like all of a sudden you can just be an angry monster like the angry monster maybe you've always been your whole <laughs> life you know just like fuck that you. is true have you never looked at YouTube comments before? I I don't have seriously time I just for those. discovered this yesterday during the <laughs> yeah. Occupy Wall Street footage that people on the internet are evil yeah. it was it was just particular I was just like oh do you, they're about to all get arrested do you need to like root for them to be beaten as well like they're going to jail at the same. <laughs> I don't even understand. See, that's the thing. I don't even understand why the cops are allowed to take people to jail during Occupy Wall Street. That's how little I understand. Because I thought you were just allowed to protest in this country. But people are getting dragged to jail for maybe for pooping in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why that they're all going it. to jail hysterics? Because they're pooping in the streets. I'm telling you, the, the, the anti-street poop laws in this country are absurd. <laughs> in Europe, things are so much better. <laughs> Socialized street poop. In <laughs> exactly. You can poop whenever you want, wherever know. you want on the street. They'll poop for you. Oh yeah, you, yeah. They'll you just know. come out. Some guy will come out and take a crap right in the street for you in Europe. <laughs> and they poop in the streets at a much younger age. <laughs> you know, in Europe, they're not all puritanical about their street poop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, sorry. No, you know, it's uh, I. I'm dealing with the same thing, right? I went home for Thanksgiving, and as I'm leaving on Wednesday night, I was in a big hurry to get to the airport. I was running behind, had to work late. And I just I ne- I don't like eating at the airport. I really despise eating at the airport. It's but gross. Yeah, I ate at Gladstones at LAX. By the way, <laughs> fuck you, Gladstones at LAX. You're not a fan of Applebee's Express. They don't have that in the ter- I I go to the shitty terminal. They just have Gladstones and Burger. I should have gone with Burger King. I don't know why I'm above it. I should just mm-hmm. have gone with Burger King. But then you spend eleven dollars on like a kids meal at the airport. They jack the prices up so high. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and I've never once had 
I've never once had Burger King and not had the shits afterward. A hundred percent of the time. I actually, there was a girl when I was, um, when I was 15 years old, the girl that I, uh, lost my virginity to, as a matter of fact, was visiting me in South Florida. She was an old friend from, um, from up north. And I was really like, I knew this was going to be it. This was like the chance because like the night before, she let me touch her vagina, which was a very big deal at the <laughs> that time. That happens so, first, I've yeah, been told. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. With, my <laughs> hand, with hands only, with hands only. And so I was like, wow, tonight is going to be the night. And uh, we walked around this place called Meisner Park. It was this um, little area, and it had very expensive restaurants in Boca Raton. So Meisner Park was like all like, you know, the, the places with the seafood towers and shit. And I didn't have money like that. I still probably can't afford a seafood tower. But at the time... I was like, I, I can't afford any of these nice restaurants, so we're just going to be teenagers, and we'll go to Burger King and get a Whopper. So I went to Burger King and got a Whopper, and I'm, I'm not even kidding. My mom had to come pick us up, and I'm like, boom. As soon as mom goes to bed, I'm definitely getting laid out of this situation. This is going to be awesome. On the ride home, I just get this that urge like where wow. it's happening, <laughs> whether you like it or not. You're an adult Ooh. man, mostly, mostly of the way. I've been bar mitzvahed at this point. Oh. I actually wasn't bar mitzvahed, but if I had been a good Jew, I would have been. And I'm going to shit my pants. Like It's going to happen in the backseat of the car. So yeah. we're 30 feet from my house, and I tell my mom to stop the car. And I get out, and I sprint into the bushes at the side of my house no. while they continue, yeah, to no. take a dump. I, I don't know how I explained it and still got laid. <laughs> that, is the, that, ladies and gentlemen, is the oh gift of gap. And then the later that gap. week, you turned 18, I believe, right? <laughs> so so anyway, so yeah, I, I was like, I skipped Burger King, and I, I got uh, the, the chicken at Gladstone's. My wife gets the fish, and I'm like mocking her. Alexander's <laughs> like, I'm going to get the fish at the seafood restaurant. I should get the fish. And I'm like, the fish, that's disgusting from the airport Gladstones. I'll just get a safe chicken sandwich. Please bring me the very safe chicken motherfucking sandwich oh, God. that I ate. And then um, immediately, you know, well, not immediately, but whatever it was, two hours into the flight, I'm blessed with a very fast oh. metabolism. I start on the cold sweats and start Ooh. barfing. It brings oh. me all the way back to the Internet, which was, this was awesome. I post about it afterward on on, uh, on Twitter. I'm like, uh, God, I vomited on a plane for the first time in life. That was awful, <laughs> and I'm feeling really sick. This guy on my Twitter says, you, sir, here, let me read it. You, sir, are a pussy. <laughs> what? what? Because being poisoned has anything to do with my toughness. What What was I supposed to do? What would you I, have me do, sir? I just want to say it's I like rude. the formality of like, you, sir, <laughs> are a pussy. Like, he was challenging you to a duel over Twitter or something. Yeah. You, uh, sir, are a pussy. Gross. I, I want to say I know what you're talking about, about the fast food, like, going right. Like, I, I believe strongly that, like, sometimes when I want to lose weight, I will go get KFC because, like, a half an hour later... I am pooping that everywhere, <laughs> no. and it takes everything with it. Uh, that's my cleanse. My cleanse is popcorn chicken. Yeah, there you go. Oh my God. It works. It's quite effective. Ew. I feel like I lost a lot of weight. I mean, what kind of holiday, what kind of God curse do I have <laughs> that I get food poisoning before Thanksgiving? That's like, you have come down with, before Christmas, you have come down with a horrible peppermint allergy. <laughs> You're now <laughs> allergic to peppermint and gingerbread and joy uh, and spiked eggnog. Because God hates you. Oh. I mean, of all the things, oh. I would have I would have taken a sore throat. I would have taken most sexually transmitted diseases. Because at least I would have oh. been able to most. enjoy. Yeah, most curable. I would take any curable sex, sexually transmitted disease instead of food poisoning before Thanksgiving. That's really gross. Uh. It's an awful thing to have. I didn't get to eat any Thanksgiving food. 
Not so one no, drop. No stuffing. No. Cranberry sauce. Not it. even mashed potatoes. No, I had like a, I tried, that's the thing, I did a little mashed potatoes with like this, uh, mushroom gravy, and then I just, all it was was just belching up mushroom gravy. Oh. I only had it coming out one end, though. I only had it coming out one end. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't tell you anyway. It was a Thanksgiving miracle. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. was only coming out my mouth. <laughs> yeah, only out the mouth. Ooh, poor guy. It was. It was awful. Gross. What can I tell you? It was not a, a very joyous Thanksgiving. I think unfortunately, I, I think my, right. an ex-boyfriend of mine shit his pants at my house once. Did you know? <laughs> when did you find out? out? I was like, yeah, I was watching. Talk to poop tonight. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Have you ever pooped? Scatological story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw I was washing my face, and he like literally pulled me out of the bathroom, and he was like, "Oh my god!" And then, like he he just <laughs> well, that's warmed. a dead giveaway. He walked outside. He wrapped, he like wrapped a towel around his waist and like threw his his pants outside. Oh like, no, the the disposal outside. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> not. So what does he do? He comes out pantsless. He was just wearing a towel, and then he, oh, he, he went in w- fully clothed. Yeah, and he came out wearing a towel. Said, "Oh my like, god!" and came out in a towel. Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> I didn't know what happened, and he was like, "How did you not know what happened at that well, point?" Well, I, I didn't know what he was doing. Maybe I was you can confused. own it. You come out and go, "I'm ready for you, baby," and you do like the <laughs> towel dance or something. Oh no, it just you're it, still clutching your stomach, saying, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah. and then he just said. I have to go home. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he didn't even try to get any off you. Yeah. What? That guy, sir, is a pussy. Please <laughs> <laughs> give it a shot. Yeah, he was just like, I, I, I pooped. <laughs> no, like, come on. Yeah, and then he was like, I got to, I got to go. Home. Oh my goodness. And then, and then he swore me to secret. I think this is like the only time I really talked about it because I felt so bad. But now I just think it's really funny. He, he swore me to secrecy, and it then I said it over my it. radio show. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Wow. Yeah. This it's is not Clint. Sadly, this is so the opposite of being sworn to secrecy, saying it into a <laughs> microphone. Well, I don't think I ever really told anybody because I it, I felt so bad. But now, <laughs> well, since we're his... talking about shit in our pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's his name? <laughs> uh, no, really. What's his name? <laughs> um. I don't want to say because right. do she doesn't deserve. All right, let's get her drunk. Doesn't deserve, okay, yeah, let's right. do that on the break. We'll, yeah. we'll get you drunk. I did get to play with that the Siri app though when I was home. And I don't know if you heard in that little preview for those of you just tuning in. My father died a couple months ago. Uh, that was awful. And I said that my mom had gotten the new iPhone, the iPhone 4S, and that I wanted to play around with Siri and see if it could bring my father back to life or what it would do, since it seems to have all the solutions in that commercial. So I asked it, and let me just tell you. Um, that Siri is a piece of shit. The whole thing, <laughs> it's just a piece of shit. Here's the answer. I said, Siri, can you bring my dad back to life? And Siri's response was, I'm sorry, I don't understand Siri. Can you bring my dad back to life? That was its answer to everything. Everything I asked it. I tried that thing that you said your sister did. I was like, you're a bitch. You're ugly. It was like, I don't understand. You're a bitch. Really? You're ugly. It just says it doesn't understand anything unless you ask it like, what did the Dow Jones close at? And then it will look no up. So it's like if anything you could specifically weekend. Google, maybe like not... See, like, if I Googled, can you bring my dad back to life, something would come up, but it wouldn't be, like, a Yahoo search result of, it wouldn't be Yahoo Finance, you can bring my father back to life. You so gotta only- ask Jeeves. <laughs> I haven't tried Jeeves yet. Jeeves got, Jeeves got all the answers. All Where right, to find we- cummerbunds, uh, uh, tails with jackets, uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it, um, it can't bring weird. my father back to life, yeah. 
maybe he startled her and she just didn't she didn't want to And then from then on she would answer. No, the thing is terrible. It's really terrible. Mm-hmm. Even even some simple questions. My mom's like you got to ask it things like where's the closest sporting goods store? And is I was your like mom talks? No, but she, oh, she talks. That's <laughs> how she talks in my head. That's how every Jewish mother sounds to all of our audience racist <laughs> bastards. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> uh, I I like the idea that you're like, you know, uh Siri, where's the closest McDonald's? And it's like you can bring your dad back to life through <laughs> prayer and good work. <laughs> he can live on in your heart forever if you remember his lessons. <laughs> Unfortunately, no oh, such luck. Siri was, a, Siri was a real bastard. No, but she was she telling me I have it. to ask you like simple questions. It still doesn't know. That thing is not good. It's Siri? just not good. No, it's not good. No, I'm not. You're, you don't have an iPhone yet, right? You still no. had some phone you were holding up in the air before. Oh, so. yeah. I've got I've, my uh, little brother went to Africa, which I, I believe we're going to talk about Africa later. But uh, my little brother went to Africa. <laughs> Shit in Africa. That's it. The whole night. <laughs> exactly. Poop and then very important political dialogue. <laughs> um, he went to Africa and he and he he sold this to me. Uh, it's it's like the very first Google phone because he was like in Africa. Uh, these things they just have better don't work. phones than this. Yeah, exactly. He, <laughs> he's like, I get a better phone than the first Google phone. He's 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 like they. Uh, he's like, all our phones will have cranks, so I won't need them. Yeah, and I was like, ooh, I wouldn't mind having a crank phone. That would be kind of fun, you know, because my my phone always dies. Uh, I remember I gave my girlfriend uh, like a. An emergency cell phone charger. It's like this giant lithium battery that you compress. And I gave it to her for Valentine's Day. Oh, you're a bad gift giver like yeah, me. I'm a pretty terrible gift giver. Yeah, that's and an Valentine's awful Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah, because I, because a I charger. Yeah, I I was young. It was a mistake. <laughs> One thing it didn't yeah. recharge his relationship. <laughs> exactly, that relationship did not last long after that. She got me like she got me like a like a beautiful crystal rose and a pair of like. Really nice new sunglasses. Wait, a, did you say a beautiful crystal rose? Yes. See, here's the problem with girls, silly. though. You don't want that. But you know- girls are bad gift givers too because they they don't understand that you don't want sentimental gifts. You don't want a frame with a picture of the two of you. You want what? A video game? Or you want? <laughs> yeah. You don't want a frame. Well, there Look, goes Clint's I- Christmas present. Remember this time? And then they put it in a frame for you. Don't want that shit at Look, all. I'll tell you what I wanted: a portable cell phone charger that was a giant lithium <laughs> yeah. battery. Yeah. I I told her I was like, if you're ever on the side of the road and you need to call the police, you're gonna be like, you know, if you need to call like nine one one, you're gonna be really lucky that you have this <laughs> and she was like you left the price on it to be fair i got it for three dollars oh, oh god but look who do- they don't want you to care for them like their dad cares for them they want you yeah. to care for them like yeah. a man cares you know they don't want the emergency roadside gift from you she didn't like Just it like you, but she, yeah, honestly i would have smashed the crystal rose though <laughs> <laughs> like i can't even do it i can't do anything there's literally nothing i can do with this at least my thing has some utility. What do you do with the crystal rose? There's nothing to be done with it. I'll tell you what you do with it, Scott. You look at it after you break up every time you want to get sad. That's what you do with <laughs> yeah, it, Scott. Exactly. So, hey, do you know, uh, do you know, before we go to the break, do you know, uh, Joe Rogan? Are you like boys with Joe Rogan? Uh, boys with, I, I'm not necessarily boys with him. I'm, I know of his work and he's a radio fan. Obviously, I had a friend that worked as a PA on Fear Factor. You know, I know a couple of things about the man. But you're not like friendly with him, or he wouldn't like know you like I, off the street. Out. I, I I've I've never met him in person or corresponded with him at all. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind doing it. Okay, well, so a fan of ours who is also a fan of the Joe Rogan experience hits me up on Facebook yesterday and is like, "Hey, 
Uh, I'm so excited you guys are having a stereos on the show tomorrow. It's going to be great, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, I'm at work. Why are you talking to me? And then he was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love this kid, Matt. Sorry. Uh, so he's like, yeah, you know, uh, I was listening to the Joe Rogan experience and he talked about a stereos and I, I almost I, I almost pissed my pants. I couldn't even believe it. I, I got to get you the clip. I just I like, pissed my pants. I actually just pissed my pants, yeah. so that works out well. He was like, he was talking about Asterios, and he was talking about how Asterios looks like a Muppet. And I was like, oh, I kind of agree that when Asterios smiles, he looks like a Muppet. And it's this whole idiotic conversation that we're having. And I'm like, well, can you tell me which episode it was on? So he goes, it was on episode two of the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> There's been 170 episodes now. Episode two was from 2009 or something. Wow. It was his second episode ever. It's mostly listening to him type on his keyboard. He still hasn't figured out. It's him saying, is this thing on a lot for two and a half hours? But anyway... There's this whole conversation that he has about how he's growing a tree. A tree had somehow grown out of his toilet. Okay. And it's this whole conversation about the tree growing out of the toilet. And then this kid thinks that he mentions you in the middle. You'll have to listen. You guys be the decider. But he thinks this is Joe Rogan talking about you, specifically saying, look at Asterios. He looks like a Muppet. Here's, this is Joe Rogan on the Joe Rogan experience. All right. Him scrolling through on his mouse. Asterios. Look at this motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Look at that fucking thing. That shit's ridiculous. I gotta show you guys this. This shit is ridiculous. <laughs> this is really high quality. Yeah, it's really it high quality. Like, like a Muppet. Real. Mm. It doesn't even look real. It. It looks completely uh, fake. I don't like this. So, this isn't so nice. No, it sounds very mean. All right, so listen one more time as I was talking All about right. it. Just listen to the very beginning. God damn this. There it is. Look at this motherfucker. I think he's saying there it is. I think he's also saying there it is. And I think that if you are at all with it, and you've been listening for... I listened for for about 15 minutes. It was unlistenable. But if you're listening for 15 minutes, they're talking about looking for a photograph of a tree growing out of a toilet. Would you assume that he stops mid-sentence to mock another comedian and say that he looks like a Muppet? Or do you think maybe he said, there it is, look at this motherfucker, and was looking at a picture of a tree... Growing out of a toilet. So, do you think Joe Rogan knows you? You know what? Just in case he is making fun of me and calling me a Muppet, <laughs> I'd like to point out that I saw the zookeeper, and he got real fat. He went from MMA to PBJ. Okay? <laughs> I can't believe this guy. Please oh. don't start fights with Joe Rogan oh. on the show. I'm sorry. What I mean is... I'm a big fan. You're a huge fan. Absolutely. I think he's really, real great. Look, <laughs> if he's not making fun of me... Then look, I, I've seen every episode of news radio. I'm also a <laughs> marijuana enthusiast. I like the work he does over podcasts. If he is making fun of me, listen, Rogan. <laughs> you, me, Octagon, me, bloody face, passed out, <laughs> puking. You, leaving in a much nicer car. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt Bell. I uh, I apologize for putting you on blast, buddy, but it just, the story does not check out at all. Yeah. He's talking, I mean, he talks for 10 minutes about looking for the picture of the tree, and then he says, oh, there it is. But he thought he said stereos, and because this kid thinks you look, this kid Matt thinks you look like a Muppet, he thinks, therefore, Joe Rogan also. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> eh? So Matt thinks I look like a, like a Muppet, like a big goof. Well, I'll tell you what, Matt. You, me, Octagon, me, passed out crying. You, probably driving away with a much nicer girl in a much nicer uh, car. That. Let's do this. 888-520-4374 is the telephone number. Us at HuffAndStapes.com is the email address. Make sure to follow all the shows at Toad Hop Network and uh, join us every Tuesday night for Tasty Tuesdays. Two guys and a mic. Let's be frank. And the Ian Bag Show. Uh, we'll be back after this with the news with Jackie Bray. And then it's there. I said it. Get yours in. Us at HuffingStapes.com. Back after this. 
The Hop and Saves Radio Show, live on the Toad Hop Network every Tuesday night. It is Tasty Tuesdays right here on the Toad Hop Network, at Toad Hop Network on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Toad Hop Network. Even if you hate every other show on this network, God damn it, go like us. <laughs> <laughs> They're paying our fucking rent. You know, people, any of these people, any of our fans who get on there and complain that they don't want to have to download other shows, they don't have to do this, it's such an inconvenience. You know what's a bigger inconvenience? Paying out of pocket to do a show for free for you and then to have you fucking complain. <laughs> that is a bigger inconvenience. It's really rude. So please go and follow uh, the Toad Hop Network on Twitter, at Toad Hop Network, Facebook.com, slash Toad Hop Network. Stereos Coconuts filling in valiantly for Joe Stapleton, who is in Europe, Ooh. voicing valiantly. European Poker Tour uh, My mother's episode. favorite. Ah. Yeah. Your mom I, loves AK. Oh, huh? my mom loves him. She was so excited when I told her today you were going to be here. I feel like your mom likes me the least, and maybe that's just me being an erotic Jew, but I feel no, like somehow... No, I think she probably does. She no, the, really she perceives you as the biggest sexual threat. See, me, oh, okay. she's fine right. with. She's like, that guy doesn't have the balls to lay a finger on my daughter. What? The but married, you. The married guy? Exactly. Yeah, really. Come on. I'm yeah. the biggest sexual threat? Yeah, well, well look, he's, he's I guess I'd always guy. like to be the biggest sexual threat. Why not? I'm, I a, like sexual, the, I'm a triple threat. I, like the, I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, I don't Calls really a lot know. into question. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No, I don't know. I think she probably just thinks that you're mean. Oh, but awesome. You're a lot nicer now. I've reinvented mm-hmm. myself, though. I don't know. You're way chilled out. Yeah. You're Scott 2.0. That's, that's me. <laughs> SH2K. So we had another idiotic fan email uh, that I wanted to just get through before yeah. we get into Jackie Bray's news. Uh, sorry. I mean, I again, and I haven't, I haven't really been razzing the fans, but then this week they just come, come up with like some shit. Dan emails. Yeah, they had a a week off to come up with some stuff. (laughs) Dan emails the show. Hey, guys and Jackie, I've become one of your biggest fans. Honestly, I didn't know about you until Toad Hop. So I want to take it easy. Can we just please promise me we're going to take it easy on this guy? Because if he's a new fan, I don't want to blow this, okay? So be cool. Anyway, I just called my Amex um, customer service number, and Jackie's voice is on their reception service. If it's not Jackie's voice, it definitely sounds very much like her. Try, Try it and compare it on air. You'll be amazed. Now we know where Jackie can get extra cash. Um, Do you want me to call? Unfortunately, naturally, he writes, I never listen live. <laughs> don't make fun, don't make fun, don't make fun. But I always listen the next day, <laughs> and I'll be listening to your reruns. Keep up the good work. I say we just try to give it a buzz on right. air. I've got a phone right here. Let's yeah, give him a ring. Um, yeah, sure. Okay. Let's, let, let me see if I can get this to work. You're going to hear a little dial tone? No? Is that? How do we get this on air? There it is. Alrighty. So I assume we just dial out normally. I like the dialing noise on air. It really doesn't bother me. No. It's very unprofessional, probably, but I don't care. All right, here we go. <laughs> here it is. Welcome to American Express. <laughs> How can I? American Express. Hmm. To better service your request, please say or enter your system. That sounds like a robot to me. Yeah, that's. I don't know about anybody else. Do that I sounds talk, like a robot. Do I talk like that? No. That's it. See? Well, first Can off, I this voice is pronouncing you? everything correctly. <laughs> so it's definitely not Jackie. What this voice hell? doesn't sound stone. See, I don't, I don't is, think it sounds like it. It sounds like a robot. on the phone? I want to hear more. No, that was it. I don't, there's nothing else to say. It's a robot voice. I don't know why that was like to That's this guy. It sounds automated. exactly like you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm a little sick right now, but... But I that's think- just an automated voice. That's the woman that you hear all the time. <laughs> Yeah, that, um, no, I don't think that sounds like me. No, sounds nothing like Jackie. Is that what the serious? email if I sound anything it. like If I sound anything like the Bracer, I don't think that that's me. <laughs> the Bracer. <laughs> I'm going to just take this call live on air because I don't think we have a phone screener. Uh, welcome to the Huff and Stapes radio show. Hello. Hey, Scott. This is Eli from Minneapolis. Eli, what, what's oh, up, hey. buddy? You better tread lightly with me, pal. I got all the control <laughs> time. No, no. Let's play good cop, bad cop. 
Eli, buddy. <laughs> What's up, old man? I like how your your like stance changes when you change. You like my head jukes? Yeah. 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 So what's up, Eli? Nothing. I just got off uh, off of a video shoot for a music video. Oh yeah, you're in a music video around here, around here in Minneapolis. Oh yeah, really? What were uh, you yeah. were in it? You were in this music video? Uh, I was in it. Uh, I'm mostly crewing, but um, part of the bit is that it intros with the crew in it. So yeah, sure. Nice. Say? Very cool. Congratulations. Yeah, dude. There you go. So, uh, hey, 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 uh, hey, Scott. Yeah. I know that you follow me on Twitter, which is great. Uh-huh. But uh, have you checked out um, chessdogs.com? Oh, God. Are you That's plugging something right now? Dog. Oh, Jesus. One word. Wait, hold on. Wait, before you hang up on him. All right, yeah. Hey, sir, what is chess dogs? Is it dogs uh, playing no, chess? You'll love it. You'll love it. It's a short film. Uh, it's about... Oh, wait, hold on. Real quick, sir. Sir, before you continue, are you involved in this project? Absolutely. Kill it! Kill it! Knock the king <laughs> up on this guy! Eli in Minneapolis. Oh. Jesus Christ, at least bring us a beer or something. Yeah. No, a free gonna... show's not enough. He needs free ad space, too. Yeah. Dear, oh. Catch me in my music video. Oh, and please go to my website. <laughs> in the world. All right, Jackie Bray has got some news she is going to yeah. attempt to read. Thanks. Nick, let me get a little bumper action, buddy. Yeah. yeah. It's Tuesday, news day, the only day that matters for news. And now, up in states, news with Jackie Bray. Yeah. All right. Jackie Bray. I'm waiting for my, my music. Thank you. New What's restaurant. <laughs> new restaurant aims to be the Hooters for women. Okay. Mai's Container, a new restaurant. In I don't know why I was excited about that. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> the Hooters for Women. Oh, wait a second. Okay, I don't want to say it wrong. Is it Seoul or South Korea? Seoul, yeah. Seoul? Seoul. Okay, that's what I thought. You don't want to say it wrong. How is there even a chance you would have said Seoul? I would have Korea sounded wrong? it out. She could have said Seoul. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. Look, not everyone who watches must mashes us, okay? <laughs> Please continue, Jackie. They are catering to female customers by flipping the Hooters model on its head, hiring an all male staff. And designing the eatery's interiors to look like a factory construction site. Huh. Now, journalist Stephen Kim says Koreans are famous for not waiting in line. So when word spread that people were... Is that the the first thing you think of? The number one thing I think of when I think of Koreans. I think of Kim Jong-il. I think they're famous for having... I know we're talking about two different Koreas here, but still, when I hear Korea, I think Kim Jong-il. I don't think, man, they never wait in lines, those Koreans. But you know what? Kim Jong-il <laughs> hates to wait in line. Hates it. <laughs> you know what you never see? An iPhone line full of Koreans. <laughs> Apple store line full of Koreans. You never see Not that. happening. Okay, well, people were waiting... They're making them. <laughs> ...over 30 minutes for a table at the new Mize container, and so he went to go find out why. So nine out, of, nine out of ten of the customers queuing around the building were young women in their 20s. Huh. And basically they just have these, oh, they say good-looking waiters with hip-hop scarves tied around their heads. Ah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yes. and um, they are known for their hot male waiters with a macho atmosphere. See, that would never happen in this country. Yeah. It would never work. For some reason... The sort of like the sexy male, the public sexy male is not a thing. Like girls, every girl I know has justified a bachelorette party that involves, 
you know, male strippers or whatever by saying, well, we just think, it, we think it's gross. We think it's disgusting. <laughs> we, we go there, we, we laugh at them, and they're all gay anyway and whatever, and they have a million excuses, which I don't actually even think are excuses. I think they legitimately think, like, male strippers are gross. I know. You know, I, I absolutely agree. <laughs> you you disagree? Not- are you disagreeing? Well, I mean, a male stripper, yeah, I don't. Like I don't want that in my face, but see, I, I don't want that. That's exactly where I want Chippendales that. <laughs> is a completely different story. I would totally want one of those because they don't get naked though. See that? But I, w- I I would love all that in my face because they're good looking. But male strippers, they're all ugly and gross. And but I mean, you wouldn't go to a restaurant where it was like, oh, they have really. You would go really to a restaurant later. maybe where you heard there was an attractive wait staff, but it wasn't explicit. Like right, but it wasn't explicit. You'd be, you'd go. Your girls would be like, "There's right. really hot bartenders at this place," and you'd all go. Yeah. But you wouldn't do it if it was like posted. Bitches come over here. Like girls don't want to seem. Like, I don't think they want to seem desperate. If they're right. wearing like just those like suspenders and jeans, I don't think I'd want to go to that restaurant. You know what I mean? This is what it sounds like they're wearing at this place. What yeah. if the Chippendales guys ran a Bennigan's? Would you go there? <laughs> if they would dance on me. Uh, on you? If they yeah. would crush me with them. You know, like at Cold Stone when you put like a quarter in and they sing you a song. Oh. Maybe if you like ring a bell and then like. Oh, I did not know they did that for a quarter at Coldstone. So. I got a pocket full of quarters. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I want misery. It, that's the other thing I want in my face. Misery. Let's go down to Coldstone. <laughs> make some teenagers sad. <laughs> I, I feel uh, like yeah. I feel like this is why I feel like this is why you know dudes love Asian women. <laughs> right? No, seriously. I feel like this is why guys love. I feel like this is why you'll see dudes like trying to get with Asian women or foreign girls in general because foreign girls aren't afraid to be like, yeah, I like dudes. Like, I feel like there's something about American girls where they're not running around. They don't want to be like, yeah, I love dudes. There's something asexual about what? American females in general. No, seriously. Where, are you where you're living? not like, where you're not. There's this restaurant does not exist in the United States. There's no like hot male. Restaurant. There I don't want are, it. I don't know why I'm lobbying ever, for it over here. Have you ever been to like Villa Blanca? All those dudes are gorgeous. I know, but that's but, but it's that's not advertised. Yeah, like, yeah, girls aren't like hell. Yeah, I'm going out to get some dick. Like these Korean girls are like, I'm going to wait in line for these hot guys. Yeah, to get with them. Because they don't care, they're they're fine with their sexuality and they're fine with just getting after it. You guys have to act too good for everything all the time, and so you would never be down for something like this. And I feel like that's why guys are running off and trying to, you know, get mail order brides and shit. Because they're like, yeah, you, I'm down. You might I'm be down right. for I'm down for some sex. I am I, right. I just don't really want to agree point. with you, though. But I'm right. Really, you I'm just right. don't like the stridency of his voice. It sounds like here. How You're about too confident on your point? How about something like this? Let's hear it, Jackie. Yeah. I find that in America, women <laughs> ne- don't necessarily want to put out there that they're like super into dudes. You that know? they're horny. That they're like, I am not, not going to hold sorry, on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, that they're interested. Do you agree with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jackie. So she agrees with me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. See? All I don't you need- know. Maybe they should try it out. You do the I'll- same thing. You do the what, same what do kind I do? of shit. I don't know. You do the same oh, kind of shit. Although you're a little bit, when it comes to like Clint, actually, I'll give you some, I'll give you some props. I you have like put it out there that. that he won't bang you, but you'll bang him and whatever. But I also think that's partially for shows. It's just not enough girls are just like, listen, goddammit, I'm horny. Let's get after it. I'll wait in line. Well, I think it's because they know it scares the shit out of dudes. Does like, it though? Uh, Does it, I, really? Oh, okay. Like, um, I think that like if girls come on way too strong guys are like there's something wrong with this girl like she must have a disease or like you know like or exactly everyone must have had this one if she's super into me you know i remember like one time in college 
like there was this girl who I had a crush on, and like she she kept saying things like she was like, "Don't be afraid, don't be afraid." Like, uh, you, you, you know, she, she was saying like, "Oh, they're just bodies, whatever." And like she grabbed my what? hand and she shoved it under her shirt. And was like, you can just grab this if you want. And I thought to myself, like, why is this girl teasing me? If she doesn't like me, she should just say so. (laughs) (laughs) See? It's not your fault. Mm -hmm. It's not your fault because a thousand girls before that, a thousand girls before that at bars were like, uh... This is my this is my girlfriend about some girl that was standing next to her and pretended right. to be a lesbian to get you away from her and <laughs> exactly. you were like fuck this mm-hmm. I've had enough just act horny goddamn it <laughs> like these Korean girls you know I'd I like to see know. some American women line up I to see know. hot dudes yeah, well, Jack I'm right Jack rebuttal I ugh I don't know so I just, right I mean I, <laughs> that you know that'll never get anyone to agree with you you just That's say why I'm, I'm just right really thinking I'm about so right <laughs> you'd be surprised I mean I would never <laughs> <laughs> works works like a charm I would never be like that like I would never just be like like I'll be a woman you be a man let's do this or maybe I would I don't know. Yeah, so you'd be better if you did. Be I, I, don't if you know, did. I don't know because I can't do that right now, so it just doesn't go into my head. I'm so, saying even at like I don't know. I, there's I, even like some pure there's even some puritanical side to like Lake Havasu. Somehow there's like a girl <laughs> with a water bottle in her vagina, but she won't bang you. <laughs> there's something even puritanical. Like water I don't I you lost me at Lake Havasu. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, by the time I'm so got, right. I'm so right. By the time you got to the Dasani and the Vagini, I was <laughs> It was so far gone. I like that you picked the one brand with sodium. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, okay. So what else we got? In the I had a, oh, we're moving. That's Wait, already, so, no, you, huh? we don't have to move on. We no. can stay right here. Now I'm just remembering this other thing. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, I had this girlfriend once for a while, and I would wake up, and she would be having sex with me. Oh, like, really? Wow. Yeah. Has this ever? Have you ever done that to like a sleeping Clint? I've, I've never like tried to have sex with it, or like actually had sex with him. I've tried. You mean you uh, try and like you try to wake him up? So yeah, and like, he's just like, you're disgusting, <laughs> and like hits you with a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we should talk about Doesn't that. Say the disgusting air. part. I don't think he probably says it with his eyes. Probably. Anyway, <laughs> I, uh, no, I I just remember like 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 you know it's just kind of the opposite. Like you know before I was saying like oh I hate it when like but you know actually that that did. That would bother me. Like, I would wake up slightly, she'd be on top of me, like, riding me, and I would be like, and I'd be like, did you put a condom on me? And she'd be like, yes. And I'd be like, all right. And I would go back to sleep. Really? That happened quite a bit with this one woman I dated. Are you just that good in your sleep hysteria? I I, 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 I don't know how that's possible. Because when I was awake, she would be like, I'm not interested. (laughs) No, that's not true. But wouldn't that be funny? Um, (laughs) Like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Anyway, no, but yeah, it it was weird. She did that. Like, we dated for a long time. And she would do that to me. Uh, I, she just needed a lot of sex, I guess. Or she was like she, raping you. She was just loved to sound, rape. Ooh. Sounds kind of like sleep rape. Yeah, a little bit of sleep rape. You know what? <laughs> if getting sleep raped is wrong, then I don't want to be right. <laughs> I will say that. It was a pretty good time. All right, All right story story what else we got? Okay, well, a French man ordered to pay his wife 10,000 euros for lack of sex. Wow. Nope. So I wonder if I could sue Clint for this. Um, <laughs> a, a court in France has ordered a man to pay 10,000 euros, which is $13,300 American, in damages to his long-frustrated... Jackie frust- did that in her head. 
<laughs> to do the conversion rate. Oh, right. well, now it's about $13,800. I don't know South Korea, but I know me some Euro conversion. <laughs> um, <laughs> he failed in his marriage duties by withholding sex from her for years. And <laughs> Gotta love the French. They oh, See, they yeah. put it right out there. Go out there and get yourself a French girl. She'd wait in line for dick, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> She'd hop all over it. Um, it was an early decision that awarded damages for absence of sexual relations. Wow. They um, were both 51, and they married in 1986, and they have two children, so we know they did it twice. At least twice. Yeah. But they divorced in January '09, and um, the court said that the man's wife deserved the damages due to the suffering she endured because of her sexless marriage. Now, 51 isn't that old, but I do think about because I'm a married guy. Like, I'm in love with my wife. We have a great sex life, but like... <laughs> Later on in like our 80s, I see couples that have been together for a long time, and it's I'm not even worried about the spark being gone. I'm just worried about the fact that when I think about banging an 80 year old right now, which is very infrequent, <laughs> it's gr- it's a gross thought to me. So I wonder if you're just you get used to it, like over time, like time lapse style, you just like eventually get used to the fact that. You know, her vagina's getting gray or whatever. You just deal with it. You just deal with it. I don't know. I just, I worry that I'm going to be like, shit, this is so fucking gross. I love this woman. But this is so gross. I don't, but I'm a guy. And I just have to think about whether I'll be able to perform. Let me put your mind at ease. Your dick won't work then. You'll be fine. (laughs) Thank you. No, the way you treat your body, you should be more worried about your 40s. (laughs) Even being alive. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The crap you put in your system. Okay, well, the husband's argument was that he had health problems and long working hours, and it simply reduced the opportunities for the couple to have sex. Okay. And the court ruled that he had not proved any health problems that would make him completely incapable of having intimate relations with his wife. <laughs> French man was ordered to pay wife 10,000 euros for lack of sex. Wow, there's no Joe here today, so I guess, is it up to me? Now, every once in a while, I'm there comes along a news story that is replete with comedic chestnuts, and when such a story comes along, it is... Asterios and mine's jobs to pick it completely bare of these chestnuts, and in doing so, we must have our news story round robin joke off. Asterios, do you need the setup? Yeah, please set me up, would you? French man ordered to pay wife ten thousand euros for lack of sex. For twenty thousand euros, he'll not have anal sex with you. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. French man ordered to pay wife ten thousand euros for lack of sex. The woman's vagina received no damages. Because he never... Okay. French man ordered to pay wife 10,000 euros for lack of sex. If I had 10,000 euros for every woman that didn't have sex with me, I'd have zero dollars. <laughs> Wait, what's the opposite of zero? A million billion. Please continue. <laughs> French man ordered to pay wife 10,000 euros for lack of sex. He was originally hoping the case would be dismissed due to the statute of penetrations. <laughs> French man ordered to pay wife 10,000 euros for lack of sex. This is why God invented sleep rape. (laughs) French man ordered to pay wife 10,000 euros for lack of sex. When asked why she brought the case to trial, she said she just wanted to see the gavel get pounded. What else we got, Jackie? Okay, well, it, they can uh, see you doing all those movements yeah. on camera. This is oh! this is radio worth watching. <laughs> I forgot you are right on camera. There are twenty yeah. cameras here. Yeah. Don't forget, guys. You can get hide. in. Don't forget, you can get in uh, your uh, what's the new segment we're doing tonight? Mm-hmm. There, I said it to mm-hmm. us at upandstapes dot com or call just, us triple eight five two zero four three seven four. What did you just try and say that like walk in? There, no, I don't think I did. I, I said it. Nice Travolta, actually. Sad. There you go. Play five two zero four three seven four. Call us tonight.
You're the man now, dog. Oh, that makes me laugh. Okay, well, an obese third grader was taken from his mom and placed in foster oh, care. Come a Cleveland third grader who weighed more than 200 pounds was taken from his mother. Is that uh, a lot for a third grader? I feel like there's a lot of fat That's kids. like more than Clint weighs. I know, but Clint, <laughs> Clint, are you kidding? Clint is a waif. He weighs less than me, and I'm the skinniest person on earth yeah, right now after true. puking for five days. Didn't shit. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Not neurotic I am. I like to act like I, I never shit anymore. I, I'm so like weird about. I don't it's want anyone to know that I shit. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's weird. I think I'm, I don't want my wife to know that. I don't want anyone to know that I shit. I don't shit is what I meant to say. There's Sorry, a product no. for that actually. Uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, so this wait. Sorry. So to to uh, clarify, this is uh, large for a third grader. Well, yes? okay, you're in third grade, so you're was, like eight? Yeah, he was eight years old, I believe. Yeah. And okay. So a 200-pound yeah. eight-year-old, that's right. pretty big. Yeah, it's pretty big. That's quite large. Yeah. So um, apparently he had a weight-related health issue, and he was... Oh, being pe- fat. <laughs> he really... No, he had he had sleep apnea, and oh, he um, was having trouble breathing. All right. And he was um, enrolled in some Healthy Kids Healthy Weight program, and he was just basically... Over t- Xbox. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the doctors were telling him that he needed to lose weight, and he lost a couple pounds, but then he just started... He gained it all back, and then kept gaining more weight. Nice. And then so um, Children Family Services asked a juvenile court for custody of the boy um, for um, med- medical neglect. That's what they're calling wow. it. Yeah. And I'm they were they won. I'm sure he'll be fine with his new dad, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. Where's my rib shot? <laughs> That's the, that did not sound at all like a he rib shot. He did not shot. yes, Andy. Oh, come on. There we uh, go. The sad part is is that she had a three year old that weighed ninety pounds and they put her into foster That's care. That's all hold on, to establish that is also fat. For Are a three-year-old. I think okay. I 90 weigh pounds. 90 pounds. I don't know. I can't gauge. I have no idea. In junior high. I, f- I feel like I've always weighed 150 pounds. I feel like I was born around this. No, I was born at like 10 probably pounds. Immediately ballooned to 150. And I'm still Are you supposed to be like 30 pounds at three? Probably. I, well, at three, I don't think so. 30 pounds? I mean, I... I don't know. I... I don't know. Maybe I just know you can't I'm start small. taking away people. First of all, who the fuck wants all these kids? Who's just going around <laughs> going, I really want And then they're, they're on like, these meal plans. It sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, I just, I don't know. We can't just go I around snatching up people's kids for every stupid thing that they do. I have long been an advocate, long been an advocate <laughs> of licenses to have kids. You have to get a license to get married. I have to have a license to marry the woman of my dreams. I should have to have a license to bring a child into this world who could likely become fat or a convicted felon or whatever. No, seriously. I don't understand why we're just walking around snatching up people's kids because they're idiots. Everyone's an idiot. Most people, like 90% of Earth, are idiots. You can't just take their kids away because they're stupid and neglectful of their children. That would be everyone getting their kids taken away. Why? All of a sudden, when did fat, when did we just decide that fat was like the next thing? It was like someone said, someone decided. People are dying from being fat. I know. They're dying from smoking and from driving. I mean, from teaching your kids how to drive badly at 16. Should we take them away to foster homes because they're reckless drivers? You can't just take people kids away it's not i get it 200 excessive although i honestly if i was putting the cut off it'd be like three bills <laughs> <laughs> you know 200 i feel like there's still hope no they could teach some proper there nutrition. is no hope for 200 pounders and you know it. <laughs> I just, if you weigh 200 pounds there is no hope for you <laughs> oh are these microphones and cameras on I get, oh, God. <laughs> I get it i get that it's awful but it's just like i just don't i, I feel like we've started we've extended too far the offenses that you can take away someone's kid. I would normally be for stuff like this. I think most people deserve to have their children taken away, to be honest. Great. Most people can't take care of their kids. But I don't know that that necessarily putting them in foster care, putting a fat kid in foster care is really going to solve 
the issue. I don't even want to go to the, uh, how dark that can go. I just that don't. Kid become like king of that foster home because he's like the biggest kid there. <laughs> he's no like Green Mile with Giganticus. He's too big. He's too big to fight any other kids. He's the Michael Clark Duncan of foster care. Down the hill. But he can't <laughs> feel their punches. Their punches <laughs> can't penetrate his, his gooey skin. His soul can. <laughs> <laughs> His soul is too fat to feel anything, and you know that. His soul loves McNuggets. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I you can't know. just take people's kids away I, uh, for being fat. Can they? Can I you really? I, just, I, do, I want you to just imagine this real quick. Jackie weighs about 100 pounds. Right. So now, two, now, I want you to take two Jackies, shove them together. Now, they start making out, okay? They start slowly taking off Good each other's call. clothes. Their hands are going everywhere. I'm sorry, what were we talking about? I'm sorry. I've, I've lost track. Anyway, bottom line is I agree with Scott. There you go. Let's you can't see just take people's kids away. You can't take people's kids away from being fat. Everyone's kids would be in foster care. 888 we have got a caller. Welcome to Hope and Stapes. Hello. Oh, this is Eli from the Oh, God damn it. What, hang Eli? On, hang on. Hang yes, on. what? I hope oh, you have God. a t- You better have a take on something that we're talking about. What are you talking about? All right, bye. Ah, what is he doing? New topic. I was what too busy on my website and I yeah. forgot to listen. Do you yeah. see there's another Craigslist killer? I don't want to do this last story because we got to go to right. break in a second. Do you see there's another Craigslist killer? Yes. No, tell yeah, me. There's another Emily's Craigslist list? killer. In Ohio? Yeah. Or? yeah, in Ohio. Yeah. In Akron, he was luring people with a job opportunity to be a farmhand at a ranch. Oh. Yeah. Um, which I always think it sounds of the lands. Did the ranchman sodomize you? Did he make you perform <laughs> fellatio? So something creeps me about, uh, ra- creeps me out about ranch hands. But anyway, he puts up a job posting and then like people would go there and boom, he'd shoot him in the head and bury him in a ditch. And I just don't understand how there could even be a second Craigslist killer after the first one. Do people not understand yet? And I know this is, this is at least one person in this room is going to be looking for another job soon. Yep, that's uh, right. Asterios Coconuts. So if you have any jobs, give us a call. 888-520-4374. Oh, wow. Two people looking yeah. for new jobs. If you are at a point, three people, if, uh, if you are <laughs> at a point, but Scott. it is the saddest point in your life when you're looking for jobs on Craigslist. Yes. There are no jobs on Craigslist. Yeah. Like, there is only sex, murder, and concert tickets. That is all that there is on Craigslist. And there's nothing else. Excuse me, really? Oh, and Newsgirls. Sorry, that's yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> you, can find, you can occasionally find talent. But you were but, so close to being murdered. But, you have no yeah. idea. <laughs> we decided, shit, we didn't get her that first night. She brought a friend along. Let's just make this pod. Let's just keep going. Let's just keep doing this podcast. Forget the I mean, murder joke. That's ridiculous. Let's just try to become semi-successful podcasters. To be, to be fair, um, when Joe gave me the address to the studio, he gave me his apartment first. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't know where that is. And he was like, oh, I'm just kidding. It's my apartment, but don't forget it. And then he gave me the studio. <laughs> Classic Joe. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four is our telephone number. We are having a blast on Huffin' Staves tonight. Coming back with the first ever edition of There, I Said It, and more of your phone calls here on the Huffin' Staves radio program on the Toad Hop Network. This is Huffin' Staves.
Dolphin Stamps Radio Show on the Toad Hop Network, rolling along with uh, guest host at Asterios on Twitter. He is known as Asterios Coconuts in the real world. Thank you for joining us again tonight, Asterios. Are you doing a lot of shows these days, or what? Are you out there in the comedy world, like I, doing your thing? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am doing a lot of stand up in Los Angeles. Uh, I'm going to be in New York. Doing some stand-up in December. Really? Uh, when I go home to visit my family. Yeah. I, hey. Yeah. I might as well just plug now. If you're yeah, in why New not? York, if you're in New York on December twentieth, uh, go to the Three of Cups in Manhattan. I'll be doing a show there. I think like around nine. Um, it's a bar. I don't think tickets are expensive. I'll be there with one of my best friends, Matt Koff, who's a really funny uh, comedian who writes for very the funny Onion. sound comedian. Very yeah. Funny. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, and and yeah. What am I up to? Just doing a lot of stand-up. I've been doing this thing. Where I go to a uh, an open mic or like a stand-up venue, I get there a little bit early, I bring a notebook, and I just write. And I try to like write out a whole set of jokes and then do them that night. Uh, and really? Yeah, because it's kind of like... That's the, ballsy. It's it's like kind of the only way I can write because like there's a deadline there. Because if I'm not... <laughs> Cause, because, like, like right now, like at my job, I have nothing to do. And I could have written comedy all day, but instead... I just played video games and like you can't do it at work though. You can't I be creative know. at work because then you feel like you're supposed yeah. to be doing something else. You'd almost rather just straight up fuck off than like do your own shit. Fuck off. Yeah, I don't no. know, at least for me, I get anxiety if I start writing. I'm just like, eh, this is stupid. I should be doing something else. <laughs> no, I, you, there's no, gotta be some coffee I can get somewhere. And I, you, <laughs> I mean, I definitely know what you're saying about like fucking off. Like I would, you know, I just spent like all day like on Facebook, like you know, and uh, that seems but, more reasonable. Right? Exactly. <laughs> far more reasonable. Yeah, it was far more natural to reorganize my Google contacts because that'll help me. Yeah, that'll well, see, help that's my the thing. Like, it's, it's like my dad used to say: if you're gonna steal, steal big. It's like if you're gonna steal, go all the way. Just Facebook and fucking tweet all day long, but don't work on other important things <laughs> in the world. If you're gonna steal. If you're gonna time steal, time steal big. Travis, uh, Travis is on the phone. Travis, welcome to the Huffman Stage. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Hello, Travis. Hi. What's up, buddy? Hey. Oh, not Please tell me you have more to contribute than fucking Eli sandwiches. <laughs> no, this is Travis from Boise. I know. It's, I know Travis. Oh, welcome, from Idaho. How's it going? Good, man. Good. What would you like to contribute to tonight's program? So, uh, I have two. I have one for your bit, and I have one uh, one thing for Jackie's Playboy, if that's still a subject. Yeah, let's start with Jackie's Playboy, and then I'll introduce the still bit. I'm assuming you're talking about, about There I Said It, right? Yes. Okay, yes, perfect. So, let's let's talk about Jackie. Okay, so Jackie, you obviously are an attractive girl. I'm sure you know that. Uh, but thank the you. thing about being in Playboy, about putting actually putting your rack out there, it's like... <laughs> Actually, this is the thing, this is the thing, and I think you guys will agree with me. Cleavage is hot because we don't know what's there. We can only imagine and and salivate and um and just think what how awesome they are. But to act <laughs> like once you see them, it's like okay, like seeing celebrities naked and like the Kim Kardashian sex tape. I refuse to watch it because I don't want to ruin what she is. You sound you sound like a religious mom. Like, oh, once you show the rack, the mystery will be gone. No, I'm serious. It's absolutely true. Like Jackie, like you, I think I feel like you have. I haven't seen a lot of pictures of you because I'm not on your Sure, yeah, haven't. Serious. I'm not one of those fans. I'm. I'm not. This is the last Minneapolis. No, it's not. Come on. What? Is it really? It absolutely is. It's Eli from Minneapolis again. Why are you changing your name? Do you think I'm? What, Jerry from Boise? No, it is. It's me. Oh, I, mean, hey, I was, like, gross. totally going to say, you know what? Yeah. I, I like that this is... Maybe this I will... Now I just don't believe you. You sound like a liar. No, 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 Jackie, Jackie. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, like, some jackass car. I'm being serious. Like, having a nice... Are you sure, ass? Travis? 
I'm not trying to do it. Hey, will you hang up on James from Poughkeepsie? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can, uh, God, all right. Do we only have one call? Okay, Eli. Really? No. I have it there. I said it. I have it there. I said it. Okay. All right, so here's the bit for tonight. You guys can uh, send them in to usitupinstapes.com. You can uh, call us, 888-520-4374. I'm giving you a stay of execution, Eli, because you are you know what? It's You have ambition like I, I don't have. Um, so you can email them. You can also tweet them at us, at HuffStapes, and hashtag them there. I said it. The idea is there are things in, uh, in the world that we just all sort of tacitly accept as being true or because something's popular. We don't want to step outside the lines and say, you know, this thing isn't that great. Or the, or maybe or maybe because a bunch of other people think something sucks, we don't want to say, man, this thing is awesome. Sacred cow. So this is your chance. Yep. This is your chance to come right out and say something unpopular, or maybe to take something that that is unpopular and say it's fucking awesome, and I want you to know about it. And the name of the segment is there. I said it because at the end it's just like there. I said it. I feel good about it. It can be anonymous if you want, or you can make up some fucking names and call the show nine times like Eli and give <laughs> yours. Eli, why don't you lead us off with your there? I said it. Yeah, um, I wasn't aware about the flip side of being saying something that most people think are negative. Mine's one that most people say are positive, but uh-huh. I think it's negative. Okay. Um, it's a it's a movie one, even though I know you guys aren't really into movies, but um, it's The Big Lebowski. Uh, that movie. I mean, come on, really? He doesn't think it's that good. He thinks The Big people Lebowski. Like that movie? So The Big Lebowski. You're saying The Big Lebowski not good? There, I said. No. It. Not good at all. Wow. Like, come on. There, I said it. All right. There it is, Eli. Eli, how old are you, though, before I let you go? I'm 21 years old. 21 years old. Okay, Eli, thank you for the call. I think because he missed the boat, I'm going to try to give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, the thing is, this was supposed to be originally a judgment-free environment for There I Said It, but we got (laughs) some that are so evil. And also, this is a radio show, and so of course it isn't judgment-free. I'll try to agree with you where I can, but Eli, I don't know, for a guy who was in college when the Big Lebowski first sort of, you know, took hold and got popular, I got to say, I completely disagree. And I think it is a great movie, but it might be, I'll say it might be, it's one of those movies where I was in college and I loved it and I loved watching it over and over again. And so I like it more than others might. Maybe our age group likes it more than others. Well, I, I, you know, I was also in Boston when you went to college and like, yeah, we all love the Big Lebowski. I think that it might be that like, it could be one of those things where like everybody said it was the best thing ever. And then when he finally saw it, he was like, you know, it, the expectations were like way, way too, too high, high yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, um, like, like, you know, everybody talked about like Mad Men is like this life changing program that like will take you over. And I watch it. I'm like, this is really good, you know, but like, I, but you know, it had been talked up so much at that point that like it couldn't possibly live up to the expectations, you know? And Jackie, you were making it, you're hit well, around yeah. his age. I mean, you're older, but around his age. I, I don't even think I've seen the entire movie, to be honest. See, you know, it's not like a perfect movie. That's the thing. It's not a perfect movie, but but that said, it I still think it's great. But yeah, it's I not, you know, it's definitely not perfect by Personally. any means. It's not their best movie, but I can understand I can understand why maybe it's old to some people, but still I love it. I don't well, know. this one's it sounds kind of similar to one I have. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible, boring. There, I said it. <laughs> I fell asleep. I fall asleep every single time I try and watch it. I and went to do the people theaters. talk the movie up? I mean, that's the thing. Do people really like, talk up Mission Impossible? I think so. Every time, like someone's brought it over and we've tried to watch it, they're like, "Oh, this is a fucking awesome movie!" He hangs but, from the ceiling, yeah, in between all like, the meters. I even went with people to see. I think it was Mission Impossible three in the theaters. Fell asleep. Just, see, I don't know if I vouched for any of the other ones, but there was a J.J. Abrams one, right? That's I don't the, know. Uh, the Mission Impossible three. Oh, three. I thought uh, three was pretty uh, good. Nah, yeah. I, I like the Mission no. Impossibles, but no. 
You're wrong there. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Impossible is pretty fucking cool. You're a douche. Uh, let, yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's take this call. Huff and Stapes, who's this? You're the only it's Lauren. Hauren. Hey, I'm sorry, too. It's Lauren in New York. Lauren in New York. What's up, buddy? American Idol. Can we just get this thing off the air, please? There, I said it. There, I said it. You've had enough. You've had enough of American Idol. I, 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 Finally. Are you saying someone. it's not good? <laughs> uh, I'm saying I leave the room if my wife is flipping the channels and puts it on for more than five seconds. All right. Well, step one, divorce her immediately. <laughs> Man, I love creating pod. I love creating radio divorce. But uh, I, I don't think that. I think that's not in the Lauren, spirit of the, the call, topic. buddy. What? Because look, nobody cool likes American Idol. It's it's a program for fifteen year old teenage girls. Yeah. Like well, like that would be like getting really mad at Gem and the Holograms. Like oh, <laughs> I got there. I said it. Gem and the Holograms is childish. My sister had the uh, Gem and the Hologram. It was like. Like, if you were slightly poorer than the really rich kids and you couldn't get the Barbie Corvette, my mom got her the Gem and the Holograms Lincoln Town Car or whatever it was. Not kidding. I decapitated a Ninja Turtle on that thing once. It was crazy. <laughs> Which one? I don't know. I think it was Leonardo. No, the yeah. leader! No! <laughs> now they're um, rudderless. Here's mine. Thanksgiving food sucks. There, I said it. Now, I may be clouded this year. Yeah. I may be clouded this year by food poisoning, but I'm not kidding. I, I was talking about this the other day with somebody. It dawned on me as I was about to get on the plane to come back. This was someone who was not food poisoned during Thanksgiving, and we're talking about it. Thanksgiving food just isn't that good. Turkey isn't that good. Stuffing, always kind of dry. Mashed potatoes, I'll give you some love there, but I just think it's, it's too much pomp and circumstance around it. It's too much about, oh, it's the har- it's the time of the harvest. We've got to have cornbread, and we've got to have all this shit that's kind of vaguely dries your mouth out. I think Thanksgiving food, not that great. I prefer Fourth of July food. Give me hamburgers, hot dogs, salsas, dips. That is the stuff. That is the stuff that you want. Thanksgiving food is bullshit. It's not that good. It's not that good. Everyone's got to be like, Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. I get to spend time with family and talk about all the things that are great about the world and I get to eat turkey? Fuck you. Are you it's not even that good. Right it's not even that good. It's just not that good. I it's not disagree. the best cuisine. Disagree. I, I, Come I, on. I also disagree. Really? I think that the thing that Thanksgiving gives you that 4th of July doesn't is a license for gluttony where it's just like you can eat as much as you want in front of all and like no one will judge you for having like fourths on Thanksgiving. Now look, is turkey like filet mignon? No, it's not. They won't judge you, they'll take your kid away from you. That's what gravy is for. Gravy makes everything better. I guess gravy, yeah, that's true. You put cornbread in gravy, gravy. mashed potatoes in gravy, stuffing in gravy, turkey in gravy, gravy in gravy! I'm a fan of gravy is all I'm saying. I'm serious. Coconuts, this isn't the gravy talk. <laughs> It'll get you drunk. It'll get you drunk. Stereos, you got one? Uh, yeah. I, I want to hear people. I want people's opinions, though. I mean, if you want to chime in on any of these, there, I said it. I, I just am. I was. It was like enough of it already. Stop acting like turkey, no matter how good. My mom makes great food. She is a great, great cook. But turkey, no matter who makes it, I don't give a fuck, is always like slightly dry. Thanksgiving food is just dry food. I don't know. It's just, it's dry food. My friends made uh, weed turkey this Thanksgiving. Really? That How I did do you not, do that? Uh, they just, they put it in the stuffing. They made it, they oh, made see, weed I don't like butter. Stuffing. Oh, well, then you would not have gotten high at this Thanksgiving at oh, all. Damn it. You would have been surrounded by a bunch of mumbling people. But anyway, one of my, uh, here's one of the, uh, here's one of their, here's one of my there. I said it's Batman. 
sucks as a crime fighter. There, I said it. <laughs> here's so here's what Batman does. Okay, he like he tracks a criminal through his lair. Great, on board. Like punches at a bunch of dudes silently. Got it. Awesome. Then like he finds the criminal, he finds the Joker, grabs him, beats him up. Love it, loving it. Takes him to Arkham Asylum. Takes him to a place where all the other villains are, and then is like. Here you go, psychiatrist. I'm sure he'll be in good hands. Then, like 48 hours later, when the Joker's murdered a bunch of a bunch more people, no one's like, everyone's like, oh, we hate the Joker. They're not like, why the fuck did Batman <laughs> like put him in the most easily escapable situation, surrounded by other incredibly intelligent villains? Like the Joker at this point has killed like three thousand, like three million people and fourteen oh, Robins. Good for you, <laughs> I think. That if I I think that if the Batman was really doing his job, he would kill these criminals and get it over with. The only the only crimes he can solve are ones that have like elaborate <laughs> clues left there. If it was if the Riddler wasn't leaving all these clues for him, he'd never find out who robbed those banks. <laughs> Batman, not great at following through. I didn't know that's what <laughs> he did. That's what he does. What? I'm sorry. There is no Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm blowing your mind right now. Hump and Staves, who's this? Damn it. This is Greg from Ohio. Greg from Ohio. What's up, buddy? You got it there? I said it. What's up, man? Yeah, I do. Uh, this comes from uh, a few episodes back when you, this might even have been before the Toad Hop, when you were doing the whole childhood, uh, when they showed pictures of you being a model and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I love you to death, man. I've been listening since the two Jacks days. But I, I, I got to call you out on this. <laughs> Uh, that movie It with Stephen King or whatnot. Uh huh. If you Google uh, images for the kid named Bill and It, all you got to do is type in Bill face <laughs> It. Uh huh. You are a goddamn twin to this kid <laughs> in that movie. I swear to God. There you said it. it. Wow. It's like this, it's like my whole I life I've been it. denying that I look like Bill from It. I <laughs> we didn't know how to tell you, Scott. <laughs> wait, no, it doesn't. I'm. I, wait. It's unbelievable. No, the kid version, not the adult version. I, I'm with you. But Google <laughs> Bill and then It. It's like one of the first pictures. Just D I L L space I T. There's a bridge. And I see <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, you know what, Jackie? That'll be your task now. Uh, Greg, Bill, thank you for the phone it. call. <laughs> We make happen. I love you guys. All man. right, we Thanks. love you too, buddy. Because uh, they're missing, uh, Greg. I love you, but you're missing slightly the point of it, which is it's not like I've been spending my life trying to hide the fact that I used <laughs> to look like Bill from it, and no one's had the balls to tell me. Right. Still, there. He said it. Huff and Stapes, who's this? Uh, Mike, how y'all doing? Tonight? What's up, Mike? How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing well. I think uh, old people. I'm thinking around the age of maybe. 67, they should all have their driver's license taken. And that's it. And that's it. There, you said it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mike, thanks okay. for the call. Uh, yeah. I don't know. 67 is not that old these days. Yeah. That's the thing. People, you know, you can you easily live like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know about 67. 80, though, I was just home in Boca. You see the damnedest shit. It's like old people do the damnedest <laughs> things. You know, the roads are like five miles wide. Everything in Florida is much more open, obviously, than Los Angeles. I mean, you have, like, you know, where you would normally have, like, a one-lane in either direction highway here, you have, like, five on either side in on the city streets. But you will see things, no joke. I saw a man stopped at a green light about three car lengths back from the intersection, <laughs> stopped reading a map. <laughs> <laughs> Like kind of moving, but not really moving. Uh, reading a map, so well, I'm I'm stopped. with you on that one. Yeah. 
Uh, and I don't, you know, I know there are a few assholes from time to time who will say that old people shouldn't be allowed to drive, but there, we said it, old people should be allowed to drive. <laughs> I will say this, if old people ever figure out how to use smartphones, well, we're done. Because that's all they'll be doing while driving. And if you, and if you mm. think an old person driving is bad enough, wait till they're driving and trying to text. <laughs> With those shaky fat fingers. <laughs> anyway, more people. You Sorry. know, no. Uh, I was on. Uh, I was overdoing my bill for AT and T today, so they send me to uh, their website to pay my bill, and they asked me to set up a profile. And their year of birth goes back to eighteen sixty five. Because A, there's anyone that old, and B, if they were, they'd have any fucking idea how to use a smartphone or know what wireless is. I was like, well, what the hell is or this? pay bills online. Yeah, or pay bills online. Right. Oh, I was born in 1865. Let me just scroll back to 1865. Click. There we are. This man. On automatic bill pay for the world's first 146-year-old man. <laughs> I like that they just show up at the ATT offices with like a bag of feed, and they're like, will this do? <laughs> I brought four chickens and a bag of oats. Check my profile. <laughs> 170. Uh, I have another one. The premise of Breaking Bad sucks. There, Ooh. I said it. Now, I admit, I admit I've only been, well, I've only seen three episodes of the show. <laughs> I think, I think it's a decent program. What I've seen, I think the writing is good. It's intelligent. It's funny. Blah, blah, blah. But the premise that all of a sudden I'm supposed to accept that a science teacher, a normal person is just become, became a drug dealer and is murdering people because he, one person happened to get sick with cancer. Bad premise. My father, who just died of cancer, hated the premise of Breaking Bad. He was like, "This is so dumb. How can I watch this? How am I just supposed to? How am I supposed to like a guy? How am I supposed to root for a guy who just decides, well, I'm dying, so I'm going to take a few other people with me?" The premise of Breaking Bad sucks. You may like the show, maybe a good show. Premise terrible. There, I said it. You don't have to act like it's genius. It's fun. It's escapism, but it's not so fucking brilliant. It's not as brilliant as you all think. Premise. I love this segment. The premise of Breaking okay. Bad sucks. There, I said it. Right. I I want to say I have all, I've only seen a few episodes of Breaking Bad as well, but I love that there. This will be a big spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen the season finale. So like, oh god, please don't do it. Up, oh, because well I then, can't cover up my ears, and I do plan <laughs> to continue to watch it, even though I just spent five minutes deriding the show. I, okay, I will tell you when it turns out to all be an autistic kid's dream in a snow globe. I'm like total rip off <laughs> of Saint Elsewhere. There you go, people in your 30s and 40s. Saint Elsewhere references for you. Scott, triple eight five two zero four three seven four. If you want to do more, there I said it. Do so you have any? Anyone else have any other ones here? Oh, I do. Okay. Okay. Um, I do not think that obese people should get handicapped parking. No, no, no. That's not how we do it. There, yeah, I said it. No, 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 no. It's not. I do not think. Oh, we're getting well, this is. You are new, speaking you for the. You are speaking for the silent majority. You have to tell them to obese people shouldn't get down. handicapped parking. There, I said it. Well, then That's you just said it. Okay, and, then, it and then throw your yeah. computer on the ground, ruining no. it. Oh. No. If we're gonna no, take, if we're going to take no, away but... people's kids for being obese, I don't think we should also be giving them handicapped spaces. If anything, they should be parking the farthest away. Think about it. Think I about it. I think that's bullshit. I was at the store the other day, and there's a woman she pulled into the handicapped thing. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then she get out, and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just huge. <laughs> you're and just like, you're just fat, man. <laughs> yeah. that's it, you're I just, just fat. think that that's, that's bullshit. They shouldn't be getting handicapped parking. Says the skinny white bitch. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Huff and Staves, who's this? I said it. Oh, uh, yeah, this is uh, Rich French. Rich, what's up, buddy? I thought you I'm were about to... When you Eli. paused, I thought it was yeah, Eli again. Yeah, no, Eli. Rich, what's up, man? What's up? Oh, what's up? Um, 
I just want to say uh, Dave Matthews Band and you two suck. There, I said it. There, uh, Rich French, thanks for the call, buddy. <laughs> I don't like Dave Matthews Band I gotta band say, either. Dave Matthews Band, whatever, U2, that's another one. U2 is what, U2 does suck. Yeah, and people who are like, U2 is my favorite band, you don't know shit about music, you barely have ears. U2 <laughs> is not good. I don't think people like U2, I think people like being 14. You know, like, <laughs> I think that there's like, it's, it's a nostalgia thing. Like saying like, I like you too is like saying I liked, uh, the, the HR Puffett stuff. You know, like they're, but actually, I think I like the music of HR Puffett stuff a little bit more than the music of you too. <laughs> no rattle and hum there. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> they're like, they're like, what was that guy with the, uh, the acoustic guitar? Raffi. Yeah, Raffi. Everybody loves Baby Beluga, but he's not selling out stadium tours. Let's not act like you do. There's no Raffi special they fill, iPods. They fill stadiums, though. They fill huge stadiums. They have to pile stadiums on top of other stadiums and then build them like three-level stages <laughs> to fit all the fucking people <laughs> who want to see you too. And honestly, other than like one or two tracks ever, I just don't get it. Yeah. And it's so on the nose. Like Every song is so on the nose. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> Oh, it's a beautiful day. Yeah. How are they any better than the Black Eyed Peas? They are the Black Eyed Peas. They just have Irish accents. <laughs> and like, uh, and there's a dude named The Edge. Don't call yourself. Is this first name on. The? That only worked in the no, eighties. Yeah. Wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, just the. If you Mr. Edge. T- exactly. I'm James Edgington. I think that. <laughs> look, if you ca- if you're calling yourself The Edge. You got no edge. Yeah, the, the exact. You are edgeless, <laughs> sir. You're the you're the least edgy person in the world. It's just that that's mm. like it, like if someone came up to me and they were like, "Hi, my name's the Edge." I think I would just give them a hug. <laughs> I'm like, so so sorry. Guy. I'm so sorry. Oh. Whatever happened to you? The Hubbard Staves. Who's this? Oh, they picked him up in the other room. Okay, here we go. We got oh, we got Teen Ooh. Dogs. He wants to join us. I got another one. Um, yep. Drinking is a good way to cope with problems. There, I said it. I don't know why people always have to act like drinking is so terrible and it's not a good way to escape your problems. And when you wake up and you're hungover, your problems are still going to be there. Let me tell you something. I've only said it five times on the show tonight. My dad died two months ago. Drinking has been a fucking awesome way to cope with problems. I drank the whole time while I was home dealing with all of it face to face. I've been drinking pretty consistently since I've been back. And I'm still the most chill I've been till this segment. I'm the most sort of relaxed and, and easygoing. And you know what? Anytime that I just don't want to think about it, I can have a drink. Drinking is a great way to cope with problems. Don't let your guidance counselors tell you that it's not. Don't let, <laughs> seriously, don't let, don't let your therapist tell you that you should do other things like yoga or working out. Cause you know what? After you're done with yoga or you're done working out, guess what's still going to be there? Your problems. <laughs> but you know what else might be there? A handle of vodka. You know no. What? And that will help you forget them. You know what? You are on to something. I am. And oh. I agree. Yes. I agree. Drinking I got is the best way. this I week. And I, I didn't even care that I was hungover on Thanksgiving. You did it like, all. I was, no, I had a great fucking time. You came back to work refreshed, ready to go. Yeah. You actually got some real relaxation. You didn't have to think about the fact that people are pooping yes. in the streets in New York, <laughs> pooping in the streets of Oakland. That's our show. No, I mean, <laughs> seriously. No, look, I, 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 well, I, I will also say that, like, you know, after, like, an all-night yoga bender, you're not going to wake up next to a stranger. <laughs> or, like, you know, after, like, an, like an uh, all-night therapy bender or whatever. But, like, if you go out and get real drunk, there's, like, at least a chance, like, you'll hook up with someone. Exactly. And you don't get that out of self-improvement. No. no. Your yoga mat doesn't help you out in that situation. Well, mine does. Anyway, <laughs> I uh, I got a special yoga mat. But, um, I, you know, I, I, I want to agree with you. I, I stopped smoking pot recently. 
And I exactly. And you know it's been great. All the drinking I've been doing. <laughs> I love it. I'm drinking every night, all the time. I love it. Drinking time why did I even need pot? I've got all this alcohol with me. Yeah, let's not all pretend that it isn't the best way and most of the time the only way that anyone deals with any problems. Yeah. It's never head on. No. It's that's from the they... fucking bottom of the bottle or the top of the bottle down. That's, that's why that's how we deal with problems. problems back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just have a drink. And yeah, no one complained or talked about it. You just drank. You don't talk yeah. about your problems. You drink. You drink. Mm. That's it. Exactly. It's the best way. No, but if you had a problem back then, you could drink and then fight the person, and then it would be fine. You could also, yeah, you could punch someone right yeah. in the nose. Can also a great way to solve back? problems. And if you're drunk, you, you have an excuse. You could be like, I'm so sorry. You know, dr- yeah, drinking allows you to, to act yeah. out in ways that you wouldn't if you were sober because you have an excuse. How many times has like a girl been like, oh, I'm so drunk, I'll go home with whoever. She's had like half a beer, you know, <laughs> because like it's a great excuse. What, I'm just I'm telling Nick to F the break because I don't care about a break. We're just going to go right on through because we've got a few more to do. Oh, and we don't need a break. We're let's just going to go right to the end of the show. We're going to save time. I don't need a break. Saving time. We have some emails to get to also. Do you have any more, AK? Uh, I'll spring them in later. Let's, okay. go, let's get some emails in. Um, let's do Did some emails. Did you this, this new one right now? I did. I just got it. Okay. But I want to first read one. We're not saying names. I told people they could remain anonymous. From now on, let me know if you want to remain anonymous or if you want us to just put you on blast. But um, this one comes in from Anonymous who says, uh, 15-year-olds are pretty hot. There, I said it. <laughs> Good call. The thing is, you know, the thing about that is, saying 15-year-olds are pretty hot, I don't agree with that. I actually think that if you think all 15-year-olds are hot, that's a problem. Now, right. if you can admit that yeah. some 15-year-olds are attractive, like the Kardashian's little sister, she's like 15. Yeah, she's super cute. She's pretty... She's Gonna be pretty hot, and you can accept the fact that she's pretty good looking and better looking than most people probably already. But to say 15 year olds is a blanket, to like, right. say being like 13 year olds are fine as fuck, that's just not. <laughs> I mean, and even 13 is probably a little creepy, but 15 year olds. 15 not? Well, 15 is. Cr- I'm, no. 13 is creepier. creepier. 13 is creepier. It's creepier. Every time but... you roll back the clock a year, it gets creepier. Exactly. Oh, no. Creepier than 13. Creepier. Yeah, 11 is pretty hot. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, Super 15, creepy. 15 is gross. And then at some point, of you course, can't. You just but... don't say things like six-year-olds are hot, unless you're Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying, as a, as a blanket <laughs> statement, 15-year-olds are pretty hot doesn't really work for me. Right. Is it no. there? I said it. But if you can say, you know, occasionally there's a 15-year-old where you might have to idea I get it. Bobby. I understand what Look, you're saying. Look, there are there are some hot fifteen year olds. There are some incredibly ugly twenty one year olds. You right. know, maintenance and wardrobe has a lot to do with it. Not age, guys. <laughs> put down the turkey, two hundred pound eight year old, <laughs> <laughs> or at least put some gravy on it. It makes it more delicious. Uh, let's see. Let's go to. Well, I'm sure this guy doesn't mind being called out. There, I said it. Fuck Maroon Five. Yeah, yeah you know. Again. Again, you know. Yeah, I, 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 just real quick, in case this topic ever comes up again. Oh, it will. I love this. I know, I could do, really... I, this could be the whole show. We could have to do a show called There I Said It. <laughs> With Huff and Stapes. <laughs> I, uh, the thing that you're saying there, I said it about, people have to love it, or and then you hate it, or they have to hate it, and you love it. Mm-hmm. That's the trick to it's this. It's a very good in- explanation. There has right. to be like a, a level of irony there. That you can't just be like, the Nazis were terrible. There I said it. <laughs> they were some bad eggs. It's like, yeah, we get it. You know? Uh, for, for, for future reference, people. Uh, this is Rich, who called in before, but he says Thanksgiving food isn't that great. Exactly. There I said it. So I'm glad he agrees. Mm. Um, Teat Dogs says babies just ain't that cute. There I said it. 
Again. I don't agree. I don't, yeah. So babies are cute. cute. cute baby. I don't know. That, I mean, if he's point. saying there I said it, that's a there I said it. It, it qualifies, but yeah. I think babies are cute. There are some babies that look like California raisins. If he said babies are hot, there I said it. Right. That's, <laughs> that's super creepy. That would be that's, super creepy. You right, can't yeah, go. Cool. See, if you keep rolling back the clock to babies, I'm still that's like, babies are smoking. <laughs> exactly. You're going to have a California raisin shoot out of you one day, oh Jackie. God, no. Exactly. I love California. It's coming through your grapevine. This guy says, "Fuck African American." If you're gonna call it up, hold I didn't say Americans. I know. If you're gonna call your network Black Entertainment Television, I'm gonna refer to you as a black person. As a former coworker of mine, a black man once said, "If people don't know they are black, they have bigger problems than what other people are calling them." Love the show and how it is evolving now since moving to the Toad Hop Network. Unfortunately, we hate you, fan, because you are a racist, and we don't want to be racist. I will say that, like. I hear so much more from white people like, is it African-American or black? Pick one than I do from African-American gentlemen. You know, like (laughs) there's a there's a thing like like whites, whites love to find reverse racism. They love to seize on that one thing we have. Yeah, exactly. Like whites love to be like, oh, we're being exploited, too. Uh, You know, oh, it's uh, the most. We have to watch what we say. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry that you had to pick a different word than the one you wanted to use. We've been allowed to vote forever, run for president forever. (laughs) We've been allowed to shop at convenience stores without getting funny looks, but we're not allowed to say whatever we want whenever we want. Fuck this. Exactly. This is so unfair. Right, with the N-word where they're like, they say it to each other. Why can't we say it? It's just a word. It's like, uh, don't... You have far less problems. You can get a loan. Your mortality rate is higher. Like, you on average make more through your entire life than... You can't get sickle cell anemia. Exactly, you can't. Your cells are unsickleable. Would you trade having sickleable cells? Those cells are sickles. To be able to say whatever, whenever. Exactly. Sickles, sharp, <laughs> dangerous instruments. You don't, you want them nowhere near your cells. <laughs> so there, this kid said it. Wow. Um, this kid's wrong. This one is rough. This is going to make people angry. Remember, this is from an emailer whose name I will not say because I don't want people to get upset. But the segment is There I Said It right here on the Huffins Tapes radio show. He says, I have one. I do not support the troops. <laughs> In fact... Fuck the troops. Uh, <laughs> if I don't support American foreign policy and senseless war, why should I support the people carrying out these acts? I didn't ask you to fight for me, so don't expect me to bow down or treat you like a hero. My only question for you would be, sir, do you mind a draft? Yeah. Because whether you, you can't say I didn't ask for these people to do it. This guy sounds like an asshole. Wow, yeah. that upsets you, huh? My cousin's in the army. Yeah. Uh, every single so, male yeah. member of my family was in the army before me. I'm the only lily white little pussy who didn't make it into <laughs> at least boot camp. I'm the one guy. Seriously, I have two half brothers: army, dad, army, yeah. grandfather. Storm the beach at Normandy. Literally, me. No. Yeah, I'm but you don't. Have... I wouldn't say f the troops. I would no. not go there. Look, come on, look. No. It's, there's no. It's okay. You can, but like, there's a different way to phrase that. You can be like, <laughs> "Fuck American foreign policy." You can be like, "Fuck our yeah, generals." Yeah, right. But you can even say like, "Fuck the Pentagon," and like that's <laughs> that's a t-shirt, what, and that has a lot of <laughs> troops in it. The Pentagon, but like, uh, really, you're gonna like pick on 19 year old. You're gonna pick on like 19 year old kids who aren't making a lot of money, who and have are, no way out other than to go there and fight for your freedom. Yeah, they may not have. You may not have asked them to do it, but they really didn't have. 
much of a choice in the matter. Yeah, it's... many of them didn't have much of a choice. They weren't like, "Fuck <laughs> yeah, gonna kill some Taliban." Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, yeah. Obviously, you know, there there are plenty of people who you know who were like, "Yeah, I would love to join the army," and then there are plenty of people where it's like, "There's no jobs. They have kids. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. they gotta go do this." You know, you can. At They're least... like, "I have to get a college education. They're gonna make me murder for it." I guess that's my only <laughs> option. <laughs> But my diploma is pretty sweet. I would have killed for that diploma. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they don't make you do that at, where was it? Emerson. Emerson. <laughs> so first you have to play the clarinet, then you have to kill a guy. And then you get your diploma at Emerson. <laughs> then you got to kill a guy with a clarinet. <laughs> Here you go. That'll be $30,000. And that's called commencement. Uh, I have one. Uh, Honesty is not the best policy. Oh, never. There, I said it. It's never. No one wants to be told the truth. No. How do you not know this by now? <laughs> I heard people say to me, honesty is the best policy. No one wants the truth. Your wife doesn't want the truth about whether she looks fat. Your boss doesn't, your boss doesn't want the truth about whether or not his ideas are good. No. Nobody wants the truth. No one wants to be told the truth. Someone asks you, what do you think of my screenplay? They just want to hear that it's great. They don't want your feedback. They don't want your help. They don't want the truth. I actually think that lying is the only policy. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Drinking and lying. That's all I do. Well, I just drink <laughs> and fucking lie to people. No, I, I am a, uh, I mean, I, I definitely know what you're saying. Yeah. Nobody fucking wants to hear it. Like, Never. Uh, yeah, like, like I'm a big fan of the, as they call it, the compliment sandwich, where you, where like, you know, if you showed me your screenplay, I would be like, I would be like, I think it's great. Maybe your main character shouldn't be a racist robot. I love the ending. You know, if you're not smart enough to realize that those first two things are bullshit, you shouldn't be writing to begin with. L- yeah, l- like, uh, yes, honesty is a is a terrible terrible policy it only gets people in trouble like i've lost yeah. like uh like sometimes when i was younger people would show me their screenplays and i would tell them the truth or they would ask me like how they did on stage and i and i would be like well you look nervous up there and you were shaking a lot <laughs> those people <laughs> things they should know things that are totally yeah. self-evident right but you know what it's kind of it's like not my job to t- at the end of the day like i don't those people aren't friends with me anymore like i remember this one time a guy invited me over to like his mansion and was like hey what do you think of my <laughs> screenplay and i told him that guy never talked to me again because i was like you're using too much narration i feel like your ending is weird blah blah blah. if i had just been like i think it's awesome he would have said get out of my mansion exactly (laughs) i would have been thrown out by jeffrey a la fresh prince of bel-air i'm so jazzed i'm all the time i'm jazzed (laughs) yeah i you know i completely agree everyone wants to be lied to i just i just it's just gotten to the point where it's like anytime i've ever told anyone the truth or even started to remotely tell them anything honest they don't want to hear it nobody wants to hear it ever no, because they don't do anything with it. If you tell someone, like, you know, like, if, if if your wife asked you, do I look fat in this dress, and then you were like, yes, I mean, she would just be mad at you She would just forever. be mad. Be like, She's not going to get rid of that dress. And it's about and the dress. It's not even it. saying, am I fat? Right. Right. It's, do I look fat in this dress? Yeah, that dress does actually make you look fat. When you're not, when you're not fat, right. like that dress makes you look that fat. That gives me love, too. You can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah. Um, someone sent in a really rude one right now. Okay. Uh-oh. Said, Clint is too old for Jackie. There, how, I said it. Oh, how old is none of your again? fucking business. He's 30. Uh, and, and you're 24? 23. That, what the fuck are you talking right? about? That's Next. not a May, yeah. December, or whatever they call that shit. Yeah, yeah. sounds like oh. someone's jealous. Some bullshit. Of Jackie jealous. for having Clint. Yeah. <laughs> 
This person says, Quentin Tarantino makes awful films. Case in point, the Kill Bill series. There, I said it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, I do think a lot of his movies are, are mediocre. But I, I wouldn't say he makes awful films. I'm glad he makes them. Yeah. You know? He does good enough that I'm glad he makes movies, which is all that really matters, you know? I thought, was, I thought the most recent one was amazing. Yeah, the most recent one was amazing. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, you got any more stereos? Because otherwise, we're, we're moving on. I got two more. How much time do we have? Because this is going to take a little we bit. We got 20 minutes. All right, cool. All right. I got two more. One, conservatives, just admit that you don't want to share. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, we got the trickle-down economics. Or like, oh, if we cut these tax rates, it'll, it'll help the poor. Oh, if we don't give poor these programs, then they'll go out and find their own jobs. At the end of the day, conservatives, I think it's just that you have a lot of money and you don't want to give it up. And if you just went out there and said that, I would have a lot more respect for you. If you were just like, yeah, fuck you guys. I like having money. I buy great things with it. <laughs> Instead of like all these weird economic theories, like, uh, like again, like Reaganomics and like, oh, if we lower taxes for the rich, <laughs> it'll somehow help the poor by magic. Like, just admit it. You like uh, having a big house and a nice car. I can respect that. What if they said, we just don't like you guys pooping in our streets? <laughs> I can you respect again, that too. As a, as someone who doesn't like street poop, I can respect that. <laughs> you respect that. that. All right. Huff and Staves, who's this? Hello. Hello? You, yes, hello. Welcome this to the show. Yeah, yo, you're on the air. Yeah, hey, this is Davis from the Fantasy League. Hey, what's going on, Davis? Not much. I'm just uh, driving home from seeing my girlfriend. Saw the tweet. I haven't got to listen to the show yet. You guys having a good show? Oh, we're having a fantastic show. I'm glad we keep you company on the ride home. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to the show for like five years and never called in, so I figured I might as well. It's good, it's, it's good to hear from you. Thank you for roping me into a fantasy league where I not only lost money, but also came in fucking dead last when I'm allegedly an expert and have a radio show on it. So that was fucking embarrassing. I don't, I, I, don't think you're, I don't think you're in dead last. The fucking idiot that took two quarterbacks in the first two rounds. Mm, that guy was an idiot. I have to admit, there I said it. That guy was an idiot. I don't want to be mean to a fan, but that guy was an idiot. Davis, do you have a there I said it or no? Is that why my all quarterback team failed? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Asterios is there? Yeah. What's up, yeah. buddy? What's up? What's up? Asterios, you took me in the uh, Fantasy Fantasy League. I sure did. How am I doing? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm holding in there. I'm in the last playoff spot, but I really like my team, so it's, uh, it's going pretty well. Him and his dad are both in the league. Oh, that's right. Yes, him and his father. Right. Yep. Uh, Davis, yeah. do you have Make a There proud. I Said It? Otherwise, i got to get back to this segment, buddy. I do not have a There I Said It. just wanted to call in and say what's up. All right. I hope you gave it to your girlfriend. Good. Later, buddy. <laughs> um, I got one more. Yeah. All right. One more. Liberals... Admit that in a lot of ways Obama's as bad as Bush. Just like He's admit, a jackass. Just like admit Mysterious it. political hour. Just like admit it. I I like Obama is is using flying robots to kill American citizens from the sky overseas. Like that's like what a supervillain does. <laughs> using like flying robots to murder people. Like uh, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Captain Picard. I, uh, like, I think that there's this thing, like, where we, like, if Bush had, like, sent a bunch of troops to go just shoot Osama bin Laden in the chest and head, we'd be like, oh, that guy should have got a trial. But, like, when our guy does it, we're like, that's pretty cool. You know, I just feel like there's kind of like a double standard. There, I said there, it. There, he said it. 
Uh, Stapes writes in, Asterios doesn't get this segment there. I said, buddy. 888-520-4374 is the uh, phone number. I didn't want to leave before we discussed some big, big news on the show. Ooh. Well, a couple, actually, before we get into that, because there's some big news going on with um, Jackie Bray this weekend that I want to get into. Before we do that, I feel like we've kind of become uh, the redheaded stepchild of the Toad Hop Network. First, there was an incident. Yeah, first there was an incident where um, my manager, manager in quotes, um, (laughs) brought up brought up uh, some psychotic fan whore bag and got Frank in trouble and made all this. Frank got in trouble? Well, yeah. I mean, he, well, we got in trouble, but like he was also getting yelled at because it was like, you know, he, yeah, it was, it was a whole thing. It was a whole, oh. you know, no one was happy with the fact that she was up here is basically what it come, came down oh, to. The night I left early. Yeah, the night you left missed early. Missed all the drama. And then we kind of talked shit on this thing they were doing, this like uh, network wide thing called Man Giving. The squat right. cast was doing, and uh, we kind of got in a little bit of trouble for that. Stapes got called out on the show. For talking shit about it. Here, I'll play a quick clip of it. We we heard the show yesterday on Huff and Sapes. Mm-hmm. And um, we heard you guys knocking Mangiving. And just saying, the name. Just no, the just, name. And the thing saying is, the whole thing was bullshit. You guys no, named no, it no, Mangiving. Okay, okay, Hold on a second. No, no, you guys no, no. named it Mangiving before Mangiving, naming stuff man stuff. Uh-huh. So you're sort of grandfathered in, which is a man. We're grandfathered in. <laughs> to having it called man yeah. giving. Oh, I, you guys see my back pedal right now, how good it is? No, I'm no, like, no. Bah, 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 no, I, I just think it's really big of you to come out and enjoy free beer and food. <laughs> I think that's pretty amazing. Oh, my God, I didn't know that I was going to be... Is this? I'm sorry, is this Easter or Thanksgiving being crucified here? <laughs> so oh. then we got in trouble because apparently other... Apparently some other people on other shows actually listen to the other shows on this network. I don't oh. know if any of... of us have been listening to other shows. I listen on the ride up to some other shows, like Two Guys and a Mic, big fan of their show. Let's be frank, same thing. Listen to that show, obviously, because I'm sitting here. If I can hear over the sound of us guzzling beers and talking over their show. But uh, he got, so Stapes got called out on man giving by those guys. And I just feel like slowly but surely, like I, I joked about it before we came on the network that it was going to be great and we we're going to be all supportive until we became, until we alienated everyone. And now I feel like we are. Apparently, they now have something, the Two Guys and a Mic guys, Ken and Rich, have a thing where they have an over-under bet every week on what our um, our crew is going to be like. Like, how many people are going to roll up here with us? Because we have, like, all these dudes <laughs> in the other room, like Lewis oh and God. Well, we can't help. It really pisses me off to no end. So, we can't help how big our entourage is. Yeah, so they don't, apparently they're like, they don't like our entourage. They're talking shit on us. So they have, like, over-under bets about us. So I just feel like we're, we're starting to be alienated from the network a little Why bit. I'm a, a, you know. I'm afraid that we're like on a very short leash, maybe now. And I love this place. I don't want to be the redheaded stepchild, but like, I just come on, be accepted. what the hell did we do? Yeah, exactly. What do we do? Bringing new fans to the, to the network? I don't. I don't understand it. Anyway, well, I will say that uh, you know there is something really appealing about infighting to an audience. You know, <laughs> like uh, like I think people like it when like I mean like when uh, when the Simpsons like attacks Fox News. There's, those are both <laughs> like Rupert Murdoch makes money either way on that deal. You know, but like people like cover it in the news like they love it. Like when John McCain used to like be like, oh, I think some Republican policies are shitty. Everyone was like, oh, I love it because it's like brother on brother. It's like Cain and Abel classic story. Like I think that like, you know, when there's infighting, it gets heat. Yeah, maybe. That's I don't what's know. happening. They were nice. I mean, overall, they were nice to Stapes, but I'm just saying, uh, you know. We were we were just saying we had retired using man before stuff, before <laughs> they did their big man giving, so it was kind of like we were stuck 
you know, mm. in a situation where we couldn't really support something with man in it. Otherwise, we were kind of sellouts on our own show. And it made us look like dicks in front of everyone on this network. So Uh-oh. if an apology was due, Stapes sort of gave it. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then this. Uh-oh. No, I'm I'm actually a huge Huff and Stapes fan. So. Oh, thanks very much. I just appreciate the mention. You guys thanks. do a hilarious show. My one complaint about your show is you this hot blonde. Not enough me. No, there's this hot blonde on there. Jackie, uh, she yeah. Didn't do, hey, she didn't speak. Like, I really felt like, should we bring a mute on the show? Like, just to have one? Well, first like, of all, we've got a woman. Oh. Let's be honest about what her role is, guys. Oh. I mean, speaking isn't really oh, I see. why we have her. No, her mouth only Jackie, opens for a different reason. Jackie comes in and ebbs and flows, much like the woman's period. And, um, you know, sometimes she's really on. Sometimes she really, has a really heavy flow. Look, all I'm saying and is sometimes you, it's just spotting. You get a woman to come on your show, and that's more than we've ever been able to say. We actually have people fighting for that job. We did, like, a Craigslist search for her. Oh, wow. It was pretty cool. All right. Wow. But Who eventually, the, the final two candidates. Joe, obviously. <laughs> Joe. Joe. Fuck Joe. With Jackie, and we were leaning toward her. You're not supposed to be mad at her. You're not supposed to be mad at her. He's oh, wow. not here, so, so yeah. I can be there. He's listening, I'm sure. He's listening, I'm sure, since he knew that Asterios didn't get, allegedly didn't get the segment. I just wanted to use it to launch. I just wanted to launch off on Batman and Obama. We're probably the same person. I got these Batman jokes. I got to use them somewhere. I uh, huh. I don't know if you care to respond on the fact yeah. that you don't talk. I mean, I, I think you I, talk. I think I talk. Yeah, I will say this though. Have when they, I'm have here, they called American Express lately? I talk all the fucking yeah, time yeah. on there. Pretty good point. <laughs> when I'm here, you talk more. When the when you get the two brothers together, there are some segments where you're it's, silent. Well, it's hard for me to jump in there. I don't want to step on anybody, but um. I don't think I'm a mute. I think that's very rude to the muted community. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Well, it's not like Huff Stapes and Bray. See, she knows her role. She knows how to play her role. I, I, I try and jump in when I can. If I don't have anything to say, I don't say anything. <laughs> there you so. go. I try, I, I try my So there you go, Squadcast, guys. Although we love your show. We love your show. We don't want to be the outcasts on this network. Because well, they said they love the show. Really, the most important thing—the most important thing to me about that whole segment on Jackie—was this. No, I'm I'm actually a huge Huff and Stapes fan. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Once I heard that, I was like, "Shit, we better be pretty easy on these guys." Hmm. No, I'm I'm actually a huge Huff and Stapes fan. All that matters to me. <laughs> Not Huff, Stapes, okay. and Bray. I'm glad you got my back. Yeah. So before we get out of here, Jackie, this is like a big, big weekend for it's you, a big right? Weekend. This is a huge it's like weekend, like a make or break weekend. Because because Clintster is gonna meet my mom. Clint the monster. Yeah, like, this is <laughs> the monster in law. Yeah, so. meets <laughs> meets gonna... Clint Balcom this weekend. How did this now? Well, how he, in the world did this come about? That Clint, well, was, was, I didn't even know he was supposed to be out here, and now yeah. all of a sudden he's meeting your mom. How has he not met your mom to this point, I guess is the real question. Well, it's not like she lives really close. I know, but he's been out here many, many times. Yeah, but it's not like, and oh, for I'm going to have... And for longer periods. And with all that you. time he's spending not having sex with you, you think you can meet your mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's not like I'm going to invite my mom to come down and Clint on the same weekend. That would just be awkward. And it's not, and he's going to be. That is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Okay. I haven't yeah. seen you forever, baby. Here's my mom. <laughs> right. We're hanging out with my mom all weekend. Well, and he's he's doing. Um, he's in like San Francisco or like San Jose area, which is like an hour, hour and a half away from my hometown. So I figured, oh, I'll drive up and see you. Oh, we can spend the day in Salinas, meet my mom, get that out of the way. 
How have those experiences gone with you in the past, boyfriends meeting your mom? Well, every like the guys who have met my mom are from my hometown, so she's either kind of known them or it's been high school. Mm-hmm. But if my mom doesn't like them, she will sit me down and say, "Do you see a future with him? Ooh. Is this going to go anywhere?" And that and that means she doesn't like me, and that usually means I'm going to break up with him. <laughs> so wait a minute, your mom has the kill switch on all your relationships and if your yeah. mom doesn't like them they're out the door I mean basically if, if my mom doesn't if she feels strongly enough where she has to sit me down and be like no then then yeah I, I can't really date someone that my mom just really doesn't like if she's kind of like yeah he's okay like I'll like you know it's whatever and I'll still date him but if my mom doesn't like him then it's that's I, I would you honestly like I mean you're obviously into Clinton you guys have been going out for how long now uh, a little over a year. A little over a year. Yeah. So yeah. if your mom like was just like, you know, and there's no way she's not going to. He's about as Aryan as it gets. He yep. is just white, <laughs> fair skinned. The only exactly. thing she cares about. He, really. he, whether, I'm sure, he, actually, I don't think Clint does believe in Christ, but either way, no, it'll he, be we'll see, but whatever. See, is that going to be an issue? Chabert loves the Lord. She does love the Lord. Does she, she know that he doesn't even probably believe yeah, in the Lord or she, no? He, she knows Does she that. have an issue with that? She doesn't care because he was born to a family who believes in the Lord, and he isn't a but Jew, it's, and it's he isn't a Muslim, nice. and that's all she probably really cares exactly. about. Exactly. It's not, any, it's not nice. It's she's she's not crazy about, about it. She's not crazy about the fact that he's not religious. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like a strike against him, kind of. But that's not a deal breaker to me. But the fact that he's white and thin and fairly attractive and he's got no, a good wins job. the award. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. He has money. He well, owns yeah. his own condo in fucking Brooklyn. I Come mean, on. At 30. He's, he's yeah. a lot better than my ex-boyfriends because he has a job. It doesn't matter what kind it is. Because he doesn't actually. wear Volcom hats. <laughs> well, he's, he just has a job. That's, he has that's a job. A big that's plus. big. So, so if she didn't like him, though, would you actually kick Clint to the curb? Would that be that? Like if she really, if she was just like, you know what? Actually, I get a really weird vibe from him. If she, I think it's creepy that he's so much older than you, even though yeah. we established he's not that much older than you. But still. It, there would have to be something that happened. Like. He would like there would have to be some conversation between them to where she would have to decide that she didn't like him, and if she told me I don't like him, I'm never gonna accept it. I'm, it's not like no. Then I would I would ha- I'd have to really think about it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my! Lord. You would consider cutting it off. I mean, now if she really know. likes him. Do you think that speeds up the possibility that you two are tying the knot? Engage. Seriously, how far along yeah. does that no, move the marriage? Yeah, yeah, how like like how many years in front? I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. the seriously. Clint's eggs are starting to spoil. You know. Do you know something that I don't? his artery his his ovaries arteries his ovaries are starting to harden a little and bit. His you're gonna have to start. You're gonna have to start freezing his sperm pretty soon. He's such a geezer. I mean, this is gonna speed. Nice yeah, he's gonna have to speed this thing. You have to put his balls on ice. You gotta lock this. Put his down balls in the old rubber made. Yeah. Oh God. It's he's looking for some soon, and he wants to lock up a girl who's. Oh come on. No, he Why is. would he meet your mom? At this point, he's got it perfect. He just to fly across the country, slay it maybe once, and then bounce back <laughs> to New York to fucking program for 100 oh. hours at a time. What does he have to... I mean, all he has to... Uh, he only has something to lose from this unless... Yeah. He's looking for something to gain by it. Mm-hmm. Like a little pull to the side and go, Chair Bear, do you mind no, if I put no, a fucking ring on it? No. If I ice it out? That's, if I lock it no. up for good? That's and then, boom, you don't have to worry about finding a new job. You just hold yourself up in that one-bedroom apartment in Brooklyn, start wearing tighter pants and flannels, Take care and of boom, Al. you're done. <laughs> learn get, how to, learn how to do dark, something hipstery. Get those no. dark sunglasses, the horn-rimmed sunglasses. <laughs> boom, you're in. Develop an affinity for La Tigra and Tigra and Sarah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go to every that's, Tegan and Sarah show possible. No, that's just not. 
happening. I think it's close. I think it I don't, speeds it up. I don't think we are you anywhere near that. All right. Huff and Stapes begins Operation Bray Marriage. We yep. got to do this. We got to get you two together. Now, now I'm spooked. <laughs> no, well, think about it. It just there's no gain Don't for him. Don't you think he we should so live in the same state before we should even be having that kind of conversation? No, nope. uh, we're nowhere near even talking about that. Yeah, I think you guys. I think, I think it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta yeah. Did he up. tell you something that I don't know? Because uh, I, I, my head's. I'm just saying, if that. I'm the guy who's already probably. You know, being viewed by the mom as like the older dude who like is like yep. flying across the country and banging my, you know, like and banging in, my from Brooklyn. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm just saying, look out. I think it could be a speed up. I don't. If you guys want to try to stop this, speak now or forever hold your peace. Us at HuffingtonStapes.com. If you, you want to stop the Clint like and Jackie more, marriage, like, ex boyfriends in my future before I settle down. I, it really. I, this thing. I saw you guys together at that wedding. This thing reeks of you two getting married. Now, I don't know if it lasts. I don't know if it lasts because you grow up more in the next seven years than he's going to be growing up in the next seven years, and you might just straight up outgrow him and decide, oh my god, he is starting to age a little bit, and uh, I'm not so sure if I want to be with a computer programmer. I might want a guy who rides a motorcycle you could just change on a dime you never know but he's I, not changing he's still gonna like <laughs> girls he's still gonna like girls who are younger than him and oh. blonde and and thin so oh, i think there's Lord. a chance that he's looking for something a little bit more i want to give a quick shout out before we leave uh lots of thank yous thank you Asterios, for coming in again tonight and thanks to stapes uh who actually i think i just realized stapes submitted a bunch of there i said it and i didn't get to most of them and that makes me feel like a complete <laughs> asshole but i wasn't doing it on this purpose is a good segment to bring it back good segment to bring it back i could bring it back but we're out of here um i just don't worry. My sister is leaving for Africa. No way. My boss just came back from Africa. And the only reason I care is because it gives me the opportunity. Africa. It's because it gives me a chance to play the one How song that will calm me down. There? What's that? How long is she going to be there? She is going to be there for eight days. Does she have to get like 27 shots before she goes over there? She did. She had to get a malaria shot and all kinds of shit. I'm going to take us out with Toto Africa. She has more balls than I'll ever have. People have been asking me, like, your sister's going on a, an African safari. Wouldn't you want to go? Nope. There, <laughs> there, I said it. I don't at I all. Yes, don't want to go to Africa. You don't want to do shark diving. Ooh. Me and Alexandra will go. This is as close we'll to Africa as I'm ever going to get, trip. right here. No shots necessary. No shots necessary. All right, guys. Uh, big thanks to Asterios. At Asterios on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Asterios. Comedy yeah. in New York coming soon. You're coming on the 20th. And God damn it, if you enjoyed this, go to Twitter.com slash Asterios. That's A-S-T-E-R-I-O-S. Follow me. For the love of God, I don't ask much. <laughs> That's it, guys. Uh, thanks to Nick on the uh, ones and twos over there on the boards. Thank you. Flawless tonight. Flawless victory for Brilliant. me. Thank you. Brilliant work. You weren't even Steven at all. Good call. <laughs> uh, big thanks to Lewis out there and Pat and everybody else in the Toad Hop family who hates us. <laughs> we love you. Sorry to be the wayward sons of uh, that's it for that's it for Toad Hop. Can we tell that we got to go to our actual outro music. I feel like it's bad luck if we don't. Uh, right, fair enough. Jeez. Follow us at Huff Stapes. We're here every Tuesday night for Tasty Tuesdays. Don't forget to tune in just before us for Two Guys and a Mic. Before that, Ian Bag, and uh, right after Two Guys and a Mic at eight o'clock, it is Let's Be Frank. Uh, with the president of Cray America, Frank Kramer. And uh, that's every Tuesday night, starting at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Big thanks to everyone who tuned in tonight. You can find us also on the iTunes Music Store under Toad Hop Network. Follow the Toad Hop Network on Twitter, at Toad Hop Network. Jackie Bray, at Jackie Bray on Twitter. Yes, I am at Scott B. Huff. Joe Stapleton is at Two Jacks Joe. We miss you, you buddy. Thanks for tuning in if you're still up there in <laughs> London. 
Thanks, buddy. Cheerio. And uh, that's it. we got to get out of here. Back next Tuesday. And uh, I'm Scott Huff saying so long from Los Angeles. Hysterios Coconuts has one thing left to say. Smell you next time. <laughs> Huff and Steaks, Tuesday nights at 9 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.